media mode. He covers your story. Your story will be built from the ground up. Welcome back to an all-new episode of the Jason Lee Show. Now, look, you know we got a lot of stuff going down over here. It could be uh, Cardi B, Carisha, but please, we don't need none of that because today we have somebody who's dominating the internet, who's a rap sensation, and more importantly now, he's contributing to the U.S. population by becoming a father. Welcome, DDG, to the show. <laughs> now, most people that watch the show, you know how my relationships play out. Either I'm a friend of theirs or I get into an internet beef. Something happens that, you know, to get their attention. Let me tell you how I got the attention of DDG. Something was wrong with his Instagram. We literally uh, built a relationship over your Instagram. What was happening? Because I heard from WAC that there was uh, some kind of issue with the algorithm, but I went to your following and you get tons of traffic. Nah, it's like, they like, I kept getting weird um, notifications saying, oh, this post violates community guidelines. And then they said I was shadow banned. Like it told me I was shadow banned. Yeah, but your shadow ban is different than mine. My shadow ban is 300, 400 comments. Your shadow ban was still like 8,000. So you just, were you- It depends to... on what I post though. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, you know, but it was definitely messed up, but I appreciate you fixing that for me, man. Yeah, well, uh, I have to say, out of all the rappers that I know, your emails are so professional. Did you type the email or is that somebody? Yeah. You... Okay, <laughs> no, because, you know, I'll put a rapper on and sometimes it's just like, yo, fix that shit. Your email was, Dear Instagram, thank you so much. I mean, it, was, it wasn't that proper, but it, you know, I could tell yeah, yeah, yeah. that you're not just an artist; that you're you're a businessman. I could tell you're really smart. Yeah, I was valedictorian in high school. I know that. I've done. Okay, yeah, I was letting you know. DDG, I don't know what uh, interviews you used to do, and I've done a lot of research. Okay, so cool, we good. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so this this is the other thing I know about DDG without knowing all his business, even though I do know a lot of it. I follow you on Snapchat. I don't follow a lot of artists on Snapchat. And I don't even know how I ended up following you on Snapchat. I think I started just seeing posts pop up and then I just saw you're just so consistent that I followed. And now I feel like I know everything you do every day. Mm-hmm. How intentional are you about your Snapchat and social media in general? What do you mean by intentional? Just like the creation of it all. Because some people like me, I'll get stuff on the go, but it almost seems like you do it all day, every day. I mean, it's just... I'm a content creator at heart, you know what I'm saying? So I come from YouTube where it's like a lot harder. So when I'm on Snapchat, I know how to make a story super duper interesting that's not really nothing, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like a dog crossing the street, I can make it a whole entertaining story. So it's just like, it's just a skill that I got, I feel like. Okay, but where did that come from? Because I know growing up in, 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 not in Detroit, but in Pontiac, Michigan, growing up in Pontiac, you, you said you were valedictorian. You were someone focused on tech school. Was tech school, was social media a part of that or did you want to do something else in tech? No, nah, yeah, kind of like I went to, to school just to go. Like college, I went just to go. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't really need to go to college for what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do the content. I knew I wanted to be like a YouTuber. I knew I wanted to do all of this. Um, but I kind of just went just to go. So I picked a major that made a little bit of sense of what I wanted to do, but realistically, even if I graduated, it wouldn't have did for what I'm doing right now. So I don't know much about Pontiac. I know a lot about Detroit. So when I think about Michigan, I, I often hear Detroit, but as I've learned more about Pontiac, Pontiac is rough too. Yeah, hell yeah. 
for sure. I don't know why people be trying to play Pontiac like it's just some little tiny city and it ain't, you know what I'm saying? No, I've never heard anybody play. I, I know, I've but I'm anybody. saying just on the internet, they be like, you from Pontiac, bro. No, but I, I heard Pontiac was rough. It is. It's really rough. Is that just a Michigan thing or is that just those two cities? Because I, I mean, everybody knows the history of Detroit, but Pontiac, tell me about that. No, it's like the surrounding cities of Detroit. So Pontiac is damn near like a tiny Detroit. Like Detroit is like the most known city. It's a big city. And it's kind of like Pontiac is what, 40 minutes from it. Then you got Ypsilanti and all these different cities around it that, you know, is, is kind of like the same. But it's good parts in every city, but it's also bad parts. So you grew up with one parent or both? Both. You know, they were separated, but mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, they was both in my life. Like, I can call my dad right now. Type. But you were raised by a single mom or dad? Like, who'd you live with? Or did you go back and forth? I lived with my mom most of the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But were you one of those kids that had a room with his dad and a room with his mom? I wouldn't say that, but I, you know, I went over to my dad's house a lot, but I wasn't like living there. Like I lived with my mom. You know, the reason why I ask because I met a kid the other day. I'm mentoring these kids with my nonprofit, and, and the kid said, "I got a, a room at my mom's house and a room at my dad's house. He spends half the time with his mom, half the time with his dad." And I just never understood that because my mom and my dad were never together. My dad had a wife. My mom, I'm not gonna say she was a side chick, but she was on the side, and she ended up having a kid like these other four women did with all these other kids. And my dad had a wife with the family, but you know, I didn't really have a dad who was a parent really active in my life. I just was raised by a single mom. So I was, I was always wondering and looking at your story, what your upbringing was because you didn't have like the white collar family that had, you know, where the mom and dad lived together in the white picket fence. You had a different type of lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. They were separated, divorced. They was married at one point. Like I had this before, but you know, they ended up getting divorced separating okay so as smart as you are as to as uh, you got your faculties together were you raised poor were you raised middle class raised poor like poor like top ramen poor or or it went from cheese from the government in the box no i would say this how this how i really went i don't know if my mom was gonna trip if i say this but it went from like middle class to poor you know what i'm saying like we was kind of cool and then it kind of went down and then you know i now we up no, I know you're up, but the reason why I'm asking you is because what I learned after your boy in Ali was here is you guys have these this influence over young people that watch you mm-hmm. and who are sitting at home right now trying to figure out you know what the light in their dark story is because either their parents aren't together, they don't know what they want to do with their life, or they don't see opportunity. I think our intersection, we both come from you know little cities that uh, you know may not be on the map for all the best reasons, but you know mm-hmm. there's a lot of people there with you know, star quality like you and myself. So yeah. I'm just wondering when you when you were when you were in the middle class, um, you know, lifestyle with your family, what went from it being cool to like not cool? You mean like when was like the turning point of it like being a bad situation? Correct. You know, just not having hot water. Have you ever had to live without hot water? No. Yeah, see. I struggled a little more. I had to live with hot without hot water at one point. That was like the the wake up call for me as a kid, like, damn, we really fed up right now. For like a period of time? Like I'm talking about I had to really like put water in a bucket or like a turkey baster or however you say it and boil the water and pour it in the tub to take a bath. And if sometimes I might pour it in the tub, I'm a kid, I'm like 13, 11 or something like that. Sometimes I'll pour it in the tub and the little tub thing would be 
I wouldn't have the, uh, what you call the it? Stopper. The stoppers uh-huh. in there and then all the water would go. So I had to redo it. Like I used to be, I used to live like but how long, a little bit. Though. How long did you guys live like that? Maybe like a couple years. Really? Like With no hot years, water? Few, no, 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 no hot. No, we got the hot water back home. Like maybe like a, it was maybe like a month without it, maybe. That's still I might long, be exaggerating a little that's bit. That's still a long time, though. Yeah, it is. What is wrong with the water in Michigan? That's Flint. That's not Pontiac. But it's no hot water in Pontiac. Flint, <laughs> no, we that's, that's like. like a, that's a financial issue, though. That's what we I'm just saying, it sounds like there's water disparity in Michigan. Yeah, yeah. It's a water crisis. That's Flint, though. I don't know nothing about Flint, for real, but, you know. So then what was the decline? Like, what caused the what caused your experiences to change was it just the environment was it stuff with the family uh yeah definitely um my brother passed i feel like you was gonna try to get to that wouldn't you i wasn't going yes you was gonna not get yet there. you was gonna get there but my brother passed away so that kind of like opened my mind to be like um you know what i feel like i need to really like change what's going on and it kind of catapulted like my mindset and where i wanted to go and that's kind of how I really got into making videos. So what made you think I was gonna go there with your brother? Cause you were talking about family and like that. Like, did anything change? I know how y'all be doing, bro. I, no, let me uh, see. see, see <laughs> I know see. how you be doing, bro. No, let me tell you, no gotcha. But I really am like really trying to understand you. Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah, yeah. you know, people think, I, you know, with Hollywood Unlocked, Hollywood Unlocked, people really believe I sit all day on the internet scouring, trying to find out what y'all got going on. I don't even know half the time what's on Hollywood like. That literally is yeah. my business, but this is what I do. And then they, you know, I own that, but I don't be over there. But I just, I, I'm intrigued because I'm watching your relationship. I'm mm-hmm. watching you and mm-hmm. I'm watching you as a young person in the industry who's navigating through the world of music. Unlike a lot of the people I know, I know the Queen Latifahs and those people from that era. They didn't have social media. They didn't have, you know, if you, you saw them at, events, you saw my concerts and you saw them on TV or in magazines. You didn't see them all day long and what they were doing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested in knowing, but as I've gotten to know your story, I don't know the upbringing part per se. I do know about the brother. And the reason why I know is because anytime I'm interviewing somebody who comes from an environment where we come from, I had a brother who well, I have five brothers, but one of them I, I lost at 19. So I did want to get there, but I wasn't there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. The reason why I wanted to know your upbringing and how you were raised, um, was the streets ever a part of that story? Like, were you in the streets heavy? Were you just around it? Nah, I chose to be out of the streets. I was like, more so like the best of both worlds type of kid. Like, my mom loved me. Like, I was like nice around the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got good grades. I had all the girls. Like, I I did everything but be in the streets and I was, you know, I could have went down that route, but I just, it just didn't make sense to me. I'm mm-hmm. like, why the fuck would I do this? And I could fuck around and die and I don't really make no money for it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, it, it, it makes no sense to me. So it was just me being logical and me being be like, you know, I kind of want to do something bigger. And, um, you know, that's, that's just how it is. I feel like being in the streets is a, is a city mindset. You don't really think beyond that. People that be in the streets, they don't really think like, oh, I can make a million dollars one day. They think, oh, I can make a hundred thousand doing this shit, or I can make ten thousand. I'm thinking millions at this point. When you're sitting in the house with no hot water, you're still thinking you can get millions of dollars. I mean, no, not a, I was focused on girls and shit. I'm okay. 13. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't really thinking about that. But I'm talking about like around the age, like after my brother passed, around the age 16, 
17. I'm about to graduate high school. I'm like, man, I got to, you know, I'm trying to go up. So. So that's when your amb- did your ambition start then? Because that was around yeah. the time that was around the time when content creation on YouTube really started popping, right? Yeah, yeah. When like my whole name comes from my brother, like Pontiac Maid. You know, I know. You, stop playing like you know. I don't know your story. I'm, I'm I didn't gonna, know. I didn't know if you knew I, that. Like I'm a lot of people don't know that. I'm going to get there, yeah, okay, but cool, I, cool, I, cool. I, I'm going to get there. My bad. I ain't because cool. I know you don't really talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm going to go there. It's easy for me to talk about now because it's been so long. You know right. what I mean? So it's. It don't really be bothering me like that, but yeah, I got my whole name from him and everything. So, so we're gonna go there, and the reason we're gonna go there is because the my, and I didn't wear it today, but Joyner Lucas recently, um, uh, we we hung out on New Year's Eve, and he brought me a gift, and the gift was a jewelry box, and I thought he was being funny. I'm like, don't you you play it? You bring me some jewelry, you know? Because me and Joyner be playing around, and I opened it up, and it was a necklace with my he had researched uh, online, and he went and found a picture of my brother. And he put it on a on a net on a pendant, that's and dope. he almost caught me. He almost saw a thug cry in the middle of Prime 112 because that's like the most sensitive thing in my life. Yeah. And, but it's happened so long ago. But it's still one of those things where like I've I've learned how to manage it to mm-hmm. a point to where I can control myself. But then there are times where people can kind of get me, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I'm gonna go there. But I I want to know just in terms of the creativity because I think you inspire so many people and people are following you. And I've been, you know, I, I know that you know like me, you get attacked a lot when you just be minding your business. Yeah. Uh, and I just wanted to give space for, you know, just uh, the amount of respect I have for you. Not Just as I've learned your personal journey, what you've con- gone through, what you represent, what you could be representing, what you choose to stand on. So I want to honor that. So when you were 16 and you were dreaming up these ideas, um, did, when you were going through the dark and despair area of like the no water or whatever mm-hmm. and had a choice to go this way or that way, what kept you focused on, you know, having a better life or a different life than maybe some of the people around you? I really wanted to see my mom live a better life. So, you know, um, yeah, that really was it. I'm like, I want my mama to be able to live in LA one day and have a nice car, you know what I'm saying? And live nice. Cause she worked, she did work hard. Like my mom used to work two jobs. Used to be a manager at Rite Aid, right? Really? And, they, and they used to come in and rob that bitch like every week, swear to God. While she's at work? Gunpoint, yes, my mom's at work. She getting held at gunpoint, like crazy shit. Wait, so Pontiac is that yeah, wild? Yeah, that wild, bro. Niggas be thinking that shit is sweet, bro. It's really like that. Okay, so. But it, I'm a kid at this time. Like, you know, I'm like 11, 13, but she working two jobs and they robbing right age. She working at Family Dollar. They robbing Family Dollar. Like, my mama, she, she working hella hard. So then you just, so when you're, when you're living the right life, with the people around you, did you have friends who were in the streets? Because, like, I yeah. was never in a gang, but I was always, a, all my friends were in gangs. Yeah, like, friends, brother, like, you know, this, that's how the shit be. Yeah. You know, that's what niggas be doing. I just never found interest in it. I'm like, I don't see the point. Like, what yeah. the fuck is y'all niggas shooting at each other for? Like, Listen, I'm running for city council back home uh, right now where I moved back. And, uh, you know, part of that is the city council's over the police. So I met with the police chief and I was explaining to him, you know, when I was younger, I did try to sell drugs because my brother, he was a baller. You know, he had the car, he had every, he had the lifestyle I wanted. He said, you either gonna get it in school or you're gonna get it from some dope. I didn't want to go to school, so I tried to sell drugs. I sold drugs one day. I got chased by the police and, and I don't like to run like that. You know what I mean? I had asthma at the time. So I learned after I jumped in the garbage and all that, that you know, selling <laughs> dope just is not for me. Yeah, so I tried. It ain't, it ain't enough for what you get with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not enough. 
you know. But I, I mean, I, I know it's levels to it. We ain't gonna get into that. There is levels to it. We've we've seen um, Scarface, you know, there, but yeah, but that yeah, ended yeah. in a non good way. Yeah, it always ends bad. So did you have ambitions to be a star at that age? Because at, yeah. at fifteen, I wanted to be. I loved entertainment, but I I I didn't know I wanted to be a star. I just loved the the entertainment industry. Did you want to be a star? So my first dream job was to be like a game designer and be like a gamer. When I first started doing YouTube, I just wanted to play the game. Like I, I got a channel called Sneak Mode. It's still up too. But I hope nobody goes. They probably gonna go see it now. But it's called Sneak Mode. Is your face on? Like, to, do they know it's yours or not? It's just my voice. Like okay. when I was younger and shit. But I used to play Call of Duty all the time, and that was just like something that I did with my time, and that's what I wanted to do. So um, from there, I kind of got into the other shit, but I was around the music shit because my dad was a was an engineer in Pontiac. So he engineered all the local artists and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So we had our own little studio and I used to make songs. I got songs from when I was like seven years old and shit. For real? Yeah. Wait, so the so the gamer life, so were you a like a nerd? No. See, I'm telling you, I was like the when coolest. I think, when I think of gamers, I mean, until I see like you or Kai, I really thought gamers were just nerdy people with headsets. Like, because I'm old. I don't know. I'm not, that's not my thing. No, I'm saying like, I'm telling you, I was like the cool, like I did everything as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I had the girls, you know what I'm saying? Like I did the, the I did robotics before. I don't know what that is. Robotics. I used to build robots. Like I used to do a bunch of shit, bro. Like, but that that to me would be like nerdy. Yeah, shit. that's nerd shit. But I also played baseball. Run. I, I um, won homecoming court. I was the flyest nigga at prom. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I did. I just was the best of both worlds as a student. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But gaming ain't no nerd shit. That shit. That's no. Thing. It's a it's a movement now. Yeah, 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 Everybody, everybody. I don't get the game. Every more. every nigga play the game. I used to play some video games, but I mean, 46, 46, 26, I'm way older than you. I mean, 46? Yeah. Like, I I play the original Nintendo with the cord. Now, y'all got helmets, cameras. I mean, I look at like like the people who are streaming now. I mean, they've taken digital media to another level. I mean, of course, Hollywood unlocked my show and all that. I mean, I get YouTube, but I mean, I feel like your generation really is. Master, and that's why I love about your story when you decided that you know you were valedictorian, clearly you were smart academically, but you decided that you wanted to pursue digital media as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur. Yeah, and I mean, some people, some parents wouldn't support that, but your parents did. Yeah, yeah, my mom was super supportive, even when I dropped out of school. Like, she was like, Oh, yeah, do that shit because I was making, I ain't gonna lie, I was making money in college. I know, but I, I read that you said that you, if you, you made five thousand dollars, you would drop out of school, but then you were making thirty thousand a month. No, what I was doing is like I was asking my homies. I was like, "Man, how much money y'all need a month to like drop out?" And they're like, "Shit, man, I need six, six, seven thousand. I'm gone." At the time, I'm making like ten, fifteen. Then I made thirty. Then I'm making forty. I'm like, I'm, "The fuck, I'm waking up at eight, a, eight a.m. for learning about some shit I don't care about." And go work for somebody else. Yeah. And so when you're making thirty thousand a month, at what age? Uh, nineteen. 19, wait, 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 19, yeah, 19, 19, yeah. And at that point, you realized, like, there's just no going back. Yeah. So, like, was what was it that accelerated the the, the drive or the motivation to turn 30000 a month to 300000 a month or, or or whatever? I just knew it ain't it ain't no limit. You know that. It ain't no limit to this shit. Like, the Jason Lee show can be the 
biggest show in the entire world. You know what I'm saying? It's, and like, it's no limit to this shit. So when I, <laughs> when I, um, when I, I just knew I can just take it further. Like I even quit my job when I made $700 off YouTube, like the first YouTube check I ever got. I Why did you my, decide to do that? Because I knew I can make money from it. So I'm like, if I can make this much, if I put all my time into this, instead of coming to TJ Maxx every damn day, I can <laughs> make more money. Okay, <clears throat> let me keep track. He got the girls, um, robotics, uh-huh. gaming, and um, were you in TJ Maxx? So were you the person at the checkout counter? Were you tagging clothes? Were you finding the layaway items? No, I was I was the nigga that put your, the sensors on your clothes. Okay. So I put the sensors on your clothes, and then I I'd be a cashier. I try to sell you a TJX rewards card, if you with it type shit. <laughs> so you're making thirty thousand a month. How are you spending the money? Because uh, thirty thousand a month when you ain't got no hot water, going from no hot water. <laughs> And broke as hell in Pontiac, Michigan, to thirty thousand a month, and can move anywhere you want now, and can move any way you want, really. Yeah. Cause you still, I mean, thirty thousand a month, you weren't buying Cuban yeah, links. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't going crazy, but coming in with the furry shoes. Yeah, these Balenciaga. I know what it is. Yeah, okay, I'm okay. I mean, I'm. I, yeah, yeah. I, I we didn't even coordinate this. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, crazy. Yeah. Nah, um, I moved out here. I moved, you know, Hollywood. Yeah. You know. Moved, I moved around the city. You know, I spent it on a nice little penthouse. It's like what? It's like five thousand a month. Moved here with a with a. Um... Never mind. Go ahead. What? No, go ahead. I thought she was finished. Open, open the door for. Let some. me tell you something. I like DDG, so I'm. I have already told him there are no traps here. Yeah. But what he's gonna learn? <laughs> see, y'all out there made him think I'm the bad guy. He gonna get so comfortable with me. He gonna get to talking. I'm telling you, as soon as he do, oh, I'm in there. Now, <laughs> see, <So> you move. <laughs> I moved here with an ex girlfriend yeah. from like college and shit. You can okay. go ahead, bro. It's nothing. Like no, you can talk no, about no, that. No. Hey, you, you're my boy, and I'm t- I'm here to take care of you. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, you. Yeah. Okay, your friends in the background smiling because yeah. they all know. And they got me, didn't you he? Know? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so you moved here. You just moved here. Let's just leave it at that. You okay, moved cool, here. cool. Yeah. Okay, you moved here. You got a penthouse, five thousand a month, but you still making twenty five. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I'm making good money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so then at what what was like the first thing you said, okay, I'm just gonna ball out and just blow it back? The first thing? Yeah. But you've always uh, liked the girls, so clearly you you definitely was tricking. No, hell no. You, Fuck no. Okay. You, hell no. I'm a trick. Nah, I'm not a trick. Mm-hmm. No? No. Okay. I feel like niggas that trick just ain't got no game. I ain't saying you ain't got no game. I'm not saying no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I'm saying niggas. I mean, unless you Floyd Mayweather be tricking. That's my boy. But you got. Hold on. Before we go any further, fly it in. Just fly it in right now. Just go ahead, because we gonna get into it. Because there ain't no way you gonna disrespect him after we give you this gift. Oh shit, that's fire. We don't even give gifts. This mine. That what it say on the thing. That's hard. We don't even we don't even give gifts this early in the show, but I'm gonna see if he disrespects the champ. No, nah, hell no. Nah. Okay. Wait, he signed this? Yeah, he signed this. Floyd, that's my best friend. He's lying. He ain't signed this bitch. It said, what does it say? Turn it upside, turn it up. Turn, yeah, you can take him off. We put it in the case so it doesn't fall out, but that's cap. That nigga ain't signed that bitch. You got a picture of him signing it. Where's my phone? Hold on a second. Stop playing. You've you've seen this show, you already know now. This is him tricking me into calling Floyd Mayweather. Why do people question me? I only got one job to do. Champ, can you please, I'm in the middle, I'm in the middle of an interview with DDG. Can you please tell him that you signed 
these gloves for him as a gift? Why wouldn't I sign? You know that. Ex- I don't have no reason to lie to him. Them, them his gloves, especially for you. Appreciate it, bro. <laughs> okay. Now this, this, I didn't know you were gonna make your debut debut on my show like this, but I had to call you real quick because he couldn't believe that you know we got such a dope gift. So I just want to call and just confirm that these are verifiably. Certain gifts is priceless, you know, from all my hard work and dedication and a strong team. You know, it's all about inspiring. You know, the youngsters that come behind us, let them know they can be undefeated. Undefeated is not always having your hand raised as far as accomplishing what you want to accomplish in life. Yeah, I handed him your gift right as I was telling him that uh, I believe that tricking is okay. He said he don't believe in tricking on women, so I'm going to get back to that with him because I believe tricking is okay if you got it. Well, he don't want nobody, he don't want no man to treat his mother bad, so why should he treat a woman bad? Okay, here you go. <laughs> Chef, I'm going to call you back. We know you a great mentor, man. You ruining my show. Goodbye. Give it up for Floyd Mayweather. Woo! That's funny. That's dope. Man. Okay. So, so now That's you fine. don't believe that? No, it's I believe. I believe. I appreciate that. Okay, of course. No, no, we we got you that because we know you you're a boxer, mm-hmm. and we know as soon as Blueface get out of jail, even though that's your homeboy, he can get it. <laughs> <laughs> I would never box Blueface. Though. I know that's your boy. Yeah, that's my dog. Okay, no. So yeah, I wanted to get you this. Uh, I was gonna give it to you later, but I just felt like we were on the part about tricking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Floyd Mayweather told me when I was undecided. Uh, He's undisputed. I was undecided on how many relationships I would be in at the time because at mm-hmm. first I believed in being in one and then I started wanting to be in more. He said, my rule is don't get in more relationship, don't get in more relationships than you can afford. And I said, oh, that was a, that was a bar. But he never believed that that was tricking. He just thought that was taking care of his girls. Mm-hmm. So you never thought as you were getting all this money and in loving women that tricking had to be a part of that? I feel like the definition of tricking is like, spending money on a girl un like really unnecessarily and she not a hundred percent yours. Like so, I don't think it's tricking if it's your girlfriend. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Like if it's yours, not even necessarily girlfriend, but you know this is the girl like you wit, you're talking, talking or whatever you want right. to call it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's that's not tricking. Okay, okay. But if it's like you on the street, hey girl, I'll pay your rent. So using your bag to get using your bag to get the ba- to bag the girl would be tricking. Yeah. If it's your girl that you got, then you're not tricking. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I yeah, like. I don't trick them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let me clarify that. That's, that's good. Yeah. That's the young that's the new definition of tricking. Okay. I'm just saying if you mind and and, and, and and me and you are together or we're sharing moments, it's okay that if if you ain't got it, I do and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. We know yours got it. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> Let's go back to your brother. What was mm-hmm. your brother's name? Darion. Darion. How much older was he than you at the time? So my other brother' name is Dub. Okay. Right, and he, um, they were, well, they are, they, they, um, twins. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, he's thirty now, which is four years older than me. Okay. And at the time he passed, you were fourteen. Or how old were you? Yeah, fourteen. Fourteen. And he was eighteen. Oh, four years. No, I was sixteen. He was, and he was twenty. Yeah, yeah. How did he pass away? Gun violence. Okay. Mm-hmm. How, let me ask you this. How did you find out? Uh, so I was asleep. It was like 4 a.m. And uh, my my big sister woke me up. Mm-hmm. And she said, hey, you know, they did this. And that was it. You know, 
I don't want to go too deep, man. I ain't trying to trying to get sentimental on your show, man. I was there when my brother got murdered. I actually uh, planned a going away party. I was going to move to LA and follow my dreams. Had a whole going away party, family all there. I wrote a book about it, so I'm a lot stronger now. Mm -hmm. uh, and he got shot in the head by this girl. And she, he had nothing to do with whatever she had going on. And the, when, I, when I was researching and looking at your story, I've never talked to somebody who I can say can connect with me on what I went through. Mm -hmm. But everybody has comforted me trying to tell me they understand what I went through. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, as I wrote my book, I started seeing so many people read my story like it just changed their life because they had been going through that motion forever and ever and ever. So I wanted to talk to you about how you worked through it. So we don't have to get into much into how it happened and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's but cool. Like, when it happened and you found out about it, how did you deal with reality at such a young age, especially somebody who's exploring all their dreams like I was, and then get through it? It was tough. It was hella hard. Cause like me and my brother, like we like hella close now. Like we like super close. Like I call him for anything. But at the time, like me and him wasn't that cool. So it was like me and my other brother, we was like, you know what I'm saying? Like he was like- You were closer to him? Yeah, I was closer to him at the time. Like me and, you know how younger siblings is. Y'all used to beef and shit. Yeah. You know how that be. But me and my brother now, we used to low key beef. Mm -hmm. But me and uh, my, my brother that passed, we was like this. Mm -hmm. like he taught me how to drive and all types of shit. So it, it, it fucked me up a lot, but really just with time for real. Like, you know, it, it hurt me for a long time, but as time went by, you know, I kind of just found a way to just cope with it. Was he in many ways like a father figure? No, no, no. I wouldn't say that. Okay, because like, you were still, your father was active in your life. Yeah, we was just like, he was a great big brother. Yeah. I would say, yeah. So you, when you go through that experience, did you take on more of a responsibility as the, like the big brother, man of the house kind of helping everybody get through that? Or were you going through it as they, everybody else was going through it on their own? Yeah, we kind of just went through it on our own. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just, I'm a kid. Like, I was just going to school, going to, you know, doing what I regularly do. I wasn't really trying to step up or be like a certain type of nigga. I was just going through it like everybody else. Mm. What, what were some of the ways that you cope with it, though? Because, you know, black folks, we don't like to talk about mental health. I didn't go to therapy. I just... Uh, yeah, I didn't do none of that. I just let time go by and just kind of just not try to think about it too much. Really? Yeah. So you weren't consumed with it like I was? Because I was consumed. I mean, I literally, I wrote in my book, it was an episode on Oprah where Dr. Phil and they had went to this woman and this woman, had her daughter had been murdered at yeah. 18 and she... She went on the show to tell the story, and Dr. Phil, they were like about to wrap up, and Dr. Phil said, so now that you told the story, what you gonna do? She said, well, honestly, my plan was to go home and to kill myself, because I just wanted to tell her story. And I mean, I was sitting there watching this, somebody who had been like in this depression for 10 years, drinking, hurting people, but being very negative. And, and, and Dr. Phil said, why would you choose to go home and kill yourself? And, and, and why are you choosing to live in the way your daughter died and not celebrate the 18 years that she was alive? I had forgot all the happy times of my brother, like, cause I was yeah, so yeah. consumed with the death, you know? And it literally like switched for me and then everything came about, it, came, it was about living for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, yeah, it was like, it was That's like- a good ass way to think about it. It was literally a switch where I was like, dark cloud, dark cloud, sad, sad, sad. I was mean to people, drinking, gaining tons of weight. Yeah. Uh, and I, and, because some way I felt like if I'm not mad, then I'm betraying him. Yeah. Because that was my close. That was like, he was everything to me, you know? Yeah. 
So yeah, I always wonder like how people go through their healing process. Because the fact that you turned out the way that you are, the fact like when I see you sometimes clapping back at haters, people don't know people's story. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. you could we could have went that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, a lot of the people that hate on me or talk down on me, like they don't understand I've been in a position before. You know, I've been I didn't I didn't grow up rich. You know, I feel like that's what a lot of people think. That was a flex. He let y'all know he got the bag. Just listening. <laughs> I didn't I didn't grow up like, oh, I got money, this and that. Like it was a real grind to get to where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people don't take that into consideration when they speak negatively on me. You know, mm-hmm. they don't think like, oh, this this is this is this is one of me. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a person that that lived in bad conditions and, and flipped his mindset and made something positive out of it. This is somebody who grew up with no hot water. Hot water, man. Come on. Who said, I'm going to get rich so my mom don't have to get robbed at work. Mm-hmm. And who... Exper- Let me clarify that, though. She ain't necessarily no, no, we not, we robbed. No, no. Mom, we know you at home right now. <laughs> got all that money. Because y'all they robbed. They robbed a store. They didn't rob Mom her. was yeah. at the counter. He, you know, doing her thing. Look, you, you know, you, you, I'm going to let you get some credit for what you did for your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this is, this is the problem I have with black folks. As soon as y'all get some compliments, we, here we go, trying to throw in the, oh, no, nah, I wasn't all that. You, you, you looked after your family. Yeah, I did. Okay, well, for sure. let me, I mean. But you know how niggas going to be, they going to be like, they going to be like, you know how they going to be. I know. Where's the dude that robbed you at? Why you ain't doing nothing? <laughs> I was 11. That's nigga, not like, true. What the fuck? But that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What you represent and who you are right now to the culture is not to align with that narrative that we got to go kill everybody when stuff goes down. Yeah, you, I know. I don't give a know? fuck for real. It's just, you know. Okay. But how are you friends with WAC 100? Because WAC is a thug. WAC, you know you're a big old bully. You are internet. You are just something else. And I love WAC. You know, WAC just recently donated 8,000 diapers to like families back in my community. But yeah. he'll go online and start calling people rats all day long. Yeah. WAC was the one that called me for you. How did y'all link up? Do Blueface. Okay. But WAC is a good dude. Though. He's a great dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. I just feel like online, it's kind of, he kind of like a little different. Yeah. But I feel like when you really get to know WAC, it's like, this is actually a good nigga. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think WAC wants people to know he's like a good nigga. Like, WAC does what he does online, but behind the scenes, he really does like care and look out for people. Yeah, I feel like it's a, kind of the same as me, but he had a much, <laughs> much more negative scale than yeah, me. But yeah. he a good nigga. Mm. Okay, back to your brother. Did his death motivate you to go in? Did it give you purpose? Did it give you a different lens at life? For sure. So when he, this is how I really started my entire content creation, like really going in on it. Um, So I didn't have like no camera or nothing for real. Like I had like a little Nikon camera. It was like terrible quality or whatever. And um, when he passed, my mama got a bunch of donations for his funeral. And she had extra money and she asked me, she was like, do you want a car or do you want a camera? And I was like, I want a camera. And I got that camera and then it just made me want to go harder because I had a brand new camera. And to then create I got content. my first, I got my first um, viral video. Doing what? Okay, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> so the first, the first video that popped off, right? I used to start, I started doing reactions. <laughs> the first video that popped off, it was like, I reacted to Nicki Minaj Anaconda. And okay. it got it got like, I said it got like, I think it got like, how many views it got? It got like 50,000 views or some shit. At the time, I got fucking 300 subscribers, you know what I mean? So that's like a big deal for me. So I got hella subscribers. And after that, I reacted to these um, Korean rappers 
and they it was a um they have a huge fan base yeah 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 i reacted to that two million views went from 500 subscribers to fucking 15 20 000, and then from there like I was getting noticed on the street. You the dude that reacted to that. Dude. So did you start studying the algorithms and studying like, okay, that stuck. So let me keep doing that. Like, were you that intent, or were you just throwing content at it the wall no, and see what stuck? I just I used to watch reactions, so I knew that reactions was like a thing back then. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let me go ahead and do this because you kind of just feed off of the views that the artist is already getting. So when you react to it, if your energy is big as the video or bigger than the video that they putting out. It's like you gain and they fans type shit. Right. Okay, so you're making all the money now. The drive is there. You're, you're making 30000 a month. You're moving to L.A. Mm-hmm. We're not going to say who you move with because mm-hmm. we agreed to keep moving. You're making the money. You're not blowing it on, on anything crazy. When did you start blowing money on stuff crazy? Like, when did you start with the jewelry? Mm. My first shit was, I'm going to stop cussing. I know how this YouTube stuff go. My first purchase was... uh. It was a Cuban, a little Cuban link. It was like super small, kind of got got. I spent 20,000 on it. I didn't have no money like that too. Like I had money, but I ain't had like over a hundred. Like I had- And then you went and blew it on a Cuban? I was blowing money. Because because you wanted to start living up to the lifestyle. Yeah, I lived in L.A. Like I'm like I'm I'm from Pontiac. I live in L.A. I got my own little penthouse. You got I got hot a, water now. You yeah. got you got everything you never had. Yeah, I got. Did a, you ever buy a Pontiac car? No. Because you know there's a Pontiac car. You know that? Yeah, yeah I know. Okay. But yeah. we, that would kind of be fly if you took a Pontiac, like an old school Pontiac, and flipped it. Yeah, that would be cool. And I, I'm not really into old whips, for real. I'm saying album cover. Yeah, yeah, you're Something. right. You're right, you're right. You're right. That's hard. Creative directed by me. Yeah. Okay, so now, when do you go from YouTube to now I'm going to rap? Or you had already been doing music. Yeah, I was kind of like messing with the music. So I started doing diss tracks when I got out here. I got like super big, like for like, it was like everybody was watching me type shit. So I got into the diss track era. And from there, people was like, man, I really like, like it was getting like five, 10 million views. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, shit, these niggas really fuck with my music. So let me go ahead and um, take it serious. And then I just started really making music. And so, when you were doing diss tracks, is that what turned you into a troll? Because you're an internet troll too. Um, no, nah, that's not what turned. When I did the diss tracks, I was strictly clout chasing. Really, hundred percent. Like, can just... we give it up for him admitting to clout chasing? <laughs> but, but, but here, let me let me catch it though. Watch, because this is how smart he is. But you were, but you weren't clout chasing for clout. Were you clout chasing for clicks because you knew how the internet worked? I was clout chasing for money. Like it was like more so like okay. This track's hitting. I ain't got no beef with Yachty. I ain't got no beef with Rice Gum. None of these niggas yeah. that I'm dissing. But Rice like, Gum is huge. Yeah, he's huge. See, I'm like, he, he, he went to Rice Gum. Yeah. Y'all, y'all are trying to, who, who are they? I don't know what baddie y'all be beefing with online. He's talking about Rice Gum, who's the biggest Yeah, and, he, and these people know that. Like, I told him, like, even after the little, little Yachty shit, I told him, I'm like, it's just entertainment, bro. Like, you know what it is. So, at the time, though, like, I don't really, I'm not thinking, like, oh, I'm finna get into the industry. I'm finna start rapping and shit. I'm just trying to make a bag. I'm trying to pay my rent. I'm trying to buy the newest newest whip. You know what I'm saying? Wait, so when you were doing it, you would tell them in advance of the beef? Like that you, you No, nah, would... I not necessarily like the Lil Yachty thing was like completely bait. It was like I knew I had so much reach 
and I had said something like, um, Lil Yachty, Lil Yachty shouted me out, y'all. Cause he said DDG in his song. I knew he wasn't saying me, it just he mm -hmm. just said DDG. And I'm like, Lil Yachty shouted me out. I made a little YouTube video. So they tweeting at him all types of shit. He's like, I don't know who the hell DDG is. And then I took that as like, oh, okay, I'm finna diss him. But I didn't really give a fuck. And it was, it was just strictly for content. Okay, Those so, days are over though. You no, know? but like how, because now you see like nowadays though, people aren't just doing it for cash or they, they like people won't even get their music talked about unless there's a beef. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 it's You're bad. never gonna become one of that one of those people. Hell no, okay. nah. Because that's taxing. I mean, just emotionally, energy. You don't. Not wait. Like I be in the rooms with these folks, so it's like, if I'm a dissing nigga these days, it's like I really don't like the motherfucker. Like, yeah. You know, I don't really. I, I like living comfortably. I don't want right. to think. I walk in this room, I damn near gotta fight a nigga. You know right. what I'm saying? I like. I'm a cool nigga. Like I'm cool with everybody. So, um. Yeah, you know, those was the days where I never imagined myself being as big as I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I watched on your Snapchat. I'm going to tell you the one day I didn't like you. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is just, I got to be honest. You went to Beyonce's birthday mm -hmm. that day. That's it. That's the only reason. <laughs> because I wasn't there. I mean. That was dope. That was, that was a very fun experience. You know. It was eye-opening, like, because, you know, I, I didn't met most of the people in yeah. the industry. But there, I done met everybody. Yeah, I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? You, think, you gotta think about it. I'm 26, these motherfuckers, I've been listening to these people since I was a baby, you know? Yeah. So it was just dope to see. But isn't Beyonce one of the nicest people you ever she met? She is, she's very nice. Yeah, she's like your girl. Yeah. Mm. That's They're very, not, I'm stopped. See, he's smart. He's he not gonna play me. This is my arena now. Wait, no, but they're very similar. Like, I, you know, I love you. Uh, Hallie and, and Chloe. Chloe's been here on the show. They yeah. came to my award show. Hopefully, you guys come this year. I'll make sure you guys get the invite. But yeah. I mean, I've, I said at the award show, I had to cut it out a little bit because I kind of got caught up in my speech. Uh, I made everybody get up and clap for Hallie. And I said, Y'all be fucking with these girls. Don't, don't fuck with them. I'm gonna fuck with y'all. But I cussed everybody in the room out. And I had to look at yeah. there's 900 people in there because I see what they get online. You know, mm -hmm. I see what you get online. And I just feel like jealousy is the new cloud. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, when, 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 we, when we black people and brown people start making strides and creating lanes and then like bypassing the expectations people have for us, here come mm -hmm. our people cannibalizing us. And it'd be like, well, for real. So I saw the hate that Hallie was getting when she became, you know, uh, the, the first black little mermaid. And I'm like, just want to just protect them, you know, because yeah, they're yeah. good people. Mm -hmm. So when you're in the room with Beyonce and Jay-Z, and now you and Hallie are like, you know, the next generation of that to come, when you're around that kind of energy as somebody who still thinks, you know, I come from Pontiac, I come from humble beginnings, I've survived a lot of shit, I pursued my dreams, never thought my dreams would be this big because I'm in the room with these people. How does it feel? Like, does it, does it remind you of like, the journey or how does it inspire you to keep going? Yeah, it's very, very inspiring. It's like very motivational to see like, like, you know, when I'm, when you by yourself and you chilling, you, you think like, I'm, I'm that nigga, you know what I'm saying? And then you go around people that's that nigga, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's, it's just inspiring to see the different levels of success you can get to. And, um, yeah, it's, it's dope. It's, it's amazing. So did Jay-Z talk to you? Like, do yeah, they, yeah, yeah. What do you guys talk about? 
I only talked to him a few times. It ain't like I text him and call him and shit like that. But I, he, he had conversations. Like when I do see him, I try to ask him for like advice, a little bit of game, a little bit of advice. So I'd be like, man, you know, like what advice you give me, bro? You know, that's Jay Z. So right. it's like I, I ain't gonna see him every day. But does he give you any advice? Has he given you? Yeah, advice? he gave me advice before. He said like, um, I asked him at the birthday party. Actually, I was like, what advice could you give me as a as an artist? And he was like. Um, if people, he gave me like an analogy. He was like, if, if people go to a, a Chinese restaurant, they expecting Chinese food. You know what I'm saying? So give the people what they came for type shit. Mm. So I kind of had to, you know what I'm saying? Make, Pay attention. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, why yeah. not ask him, okay, well, when you went to the Chinese store, Jay, how did you get the partnership with NFL? Put me onto the game. Like, <laughs> put me onto that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, okay, Chinese food is cool. <laughs> But he eating a different type of he eating a different type of thing over there with the NFL. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, yeah. I think the biggest advice people like that can give us, even though him and I are probably closer in age than you and him, is is the game. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So like, do you have mentors? Because Floyd is my mentor. Mm-hmm. Floyd literally, when I first started all of what I wanted to do, I said, man, you know, I, I really want to do this. He said, man, you are ready to Floyd Mayweather media. I said, man, I ain't even nobody even know what I'm doing yet. He said, being number one is a mentality, it ain't a fact. So if you believe it, who's going to tell you? Everybody tell me Muhammad Ali is number one, Tyson's number one. I'm number one. I'm the best ever. I'm, I'm, I'm the money team. I'm like, okay. So his belief, just that confidence gave me this thing where I'm like, I came in the game saying, I'm the king of the internet. And they were like, no, you're not. So everybody's been trying to prove that I'm not. But I'm like, yeah, yeah, I really am. Yeah. So do you have mentors like that that give you game? And if so, who and what have they told you? I don't have no mentors. That's the issue I think I got. I feel like I need a mentor. Uh-huh. But I'm very self-sufficient, so I feel like, you know, it's kind of like me fighting myself to not really look into nobody for advice and shit like that all the time. But Is that pride? Like, it ain't pride. It ain't pride. It's just, I'm not, I don't know if you know, but I'm hella introverted, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't really be talking to niggas like that. On the camera, though, you know what I'm saying? I can, I can, yeah. I know that's work. Yeah. That's a part of the job. So I'm like, I know how to entertain, but like. In these settings, in these rooms, I'm really to myself for real. So, but why? I don't know. Bro. See, like, it's just... wait, hold on. Let me look. You're a Libra. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Because Cardi B is the same exact way, which is the most annoying thing. Because I'm like, I'm gonna tell y'all a story that I ain't told nobody. I'm at a party in Miami, and I got, it's the weekend's party, and mm-hmm. I see the weekend over there with all the girls, whatever. And I'm I walk in with my friends, and I'm a huge weekend fan, huge weekend fan. And he comes over and he says, hey, man, I'm a fan of your work. And I and I lost it. I was like, what? So we get to talking. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm asking him his story. And he's telling me his story. Very humble begins like you and mm-hmm. I. And then I said, um, man, I would love to like keep in touch. You know, you got an assistant or something like that? He said, man, take my number. I said, okay, I can take it. So the weekend gives me his number. And I start talking to him immediately because I look, Cardi B, Cardi you should do something with Cardi B's, man. I love Cardi B. I put them in a text together. She never called him back. She's just very much like that. What is, is that a Libra thing or is that just, a, what is that? I think, I think it is. I don't know if it's a Libra thing. I think it's just like being overly humble. I feel like that's what it is. Like I'm, I'm very humble mentally, you know, on the internet, it might look like I'm like super arrogant or woo woo, but like in my mind, I'm telling myself, you ain't really shit yet. You gotta go still hard. right now. Right now, yeah, I still tell myself that. 
But is is that humility or is that because you know imposter syndrome is another thing too. I saw you last night. Okay, so last night we went to a Grammy event. I, I went to a Grammy event. I didn't go. I don't want to. I'm not gonna act like I was riding in the Maybach with him and his girl. <laughs> But I went to uh, the Grammy uh, Black Music Collective, shout out to Ryan Butler and those folks at the Recording Academy, and you walked in Mm -hmm. with your girl, and everybody was watching you all. But you all were off to the side, just kind of doing your thing, and people were coming up to you, and you were very hospitable. But like, y'all could have worked that whole room if you wanted to, and you were just off to yourselves. Yeah, bro, maybe I should have went to school for communications or something, man. No, you don't. You just need to walk in with BDE like, I'm DDG, what's up? I mean, yeah. I mean that's not your character. That's, but... that's something I, I can honestly say like I need to work on. All right, so um, you were there at the event last night. Do you like or do dislike being in celebrity shit? Like that, those rooms? Do you... Nah, it's cool. I like it. Okay. It's a, it's a fun experience. It's, it's dope. Have you met anybody yet that you don't like? In the entertainment business, it's either been rude, it's not giving you what you expect, that didn't rise to expectation, or just was somebody that. Um, nah. Mm-mm. I yeah. will tell you, nah. I haven't met nobody. I mine was mine was don't. mine was Lauren Hill, bless her heart. Okay, so now you in the room. You in the room? What, what happened with you and Lauren? She was just rude, but I, you know, maybe it was Mental Health Day. I don't know. I, I wish her the best. She's not. She's somebody that you know, growing up. Nas, Lauren Hill, Queen Latifah, like the Fuji's, the uh, Wu Tang Clan, that was our yeah. thing. She just didn't measure up to what I expected. She was kind of rude, but you know, Definitely. God bless her. So you're okay being in the rooms. Jay Z gives you some game, but we're going to get some more. Now you're uh, trolling on social media, because I do see on, on Snapchat, I don't look at you as arrogant, but you do be trolling. Do you do that because you know that's going to get people going? Or why do you do it? Like, I'm like, a unintentional comedian, bro. Like, I know it's funny. To me, it's I, I post whatever I think is funny. Like before I post something, I literally laugh at it and then I post it. Like, so I don't I don't be you talking about like when I post about like arrogant shit, like prices and all that other shit. No, like when you post like a sonogram. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, but now you troll and people know you troll, so when you post that we all thought you was trolling, but that was the real deal. No, that was fake, bro. Oh, like, was it? Yeah, I got that shit off Google. And I seen it went crazy on Twitter too. Like, oh, he really, we we thought he was able to fool him, but he really thought I got that shit off Google. I didn't, we didn't know at that point. We didn't know she was pregnant. No, I know. Cause yesterday when I saw your girl, I said, first of all, you were at my award show pregnant and didn't tell me. And she was like, well, we didn't know. I'm like, okay, okay, Ali. You know, I'm never, to me, she's an angel. So I'm never just going to say you lie, but okay. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, yeah, so the sonogram thing, that wasn't a real sonogram. No, I got that. You can literally look up ultrasound on Google and find the same picture. But but then were you really pregnant together at the time and just didn't know? Um, no, no, she wasn't. Okay, so you decide you're young, you're in the middle of your career, you're making the money, you're famous already, mm-hmm. and then you meet Hallie, and then you guys fall in love. Is it immediate? Yeah, it was kind of like, it was a breath of fresh air. Was it really? Yeah. Why? <laughs> it's okay. No, it, <laughs> This nigga trying to get me. No, I'm, I'm just asking, because a breath of fresh air when you have been suffocated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what it was. Yeah, it was just a breath of fresh air, you know? It was, you know? It was, a, it was 
it was very different from what I was used to. Yeah, his friends in the background, they 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 trying to hold him down. They they a little way away. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, was that your first real love, like first real relationship? I mean, because you know, no, nah, I've been in a few relationships okay. before that. Um, once coming from high school, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, yeah, I've been in a real relationship before that, but this was like. This is my longest relationship ever. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, you're, I'm usually one year done, mm -hmm. you know. But it's like this has been going on for over two years now. Mm -hmm. So it's dope. What was the breath of fresh air? Just meeting somebody that was like very humble, nice, and and we kind of like alike in terms of like what we like. Like we we laugh together. We do all like that's like damn near my best friend. Mm -hmm. So we just talk all the time, we kick it. Like it's like very easy, mm -hmm. you know, to, to have a good time. You both are very like this too, like yeah. calm. Yeah. Is that, is it always like that or when you're together? We are, Hallie's a comedian. Like yeah, people don't know that. Mm -hmm. I get to experience that, mm -hmm. her family gets to experience that. But like me and her, we laugh together. Like all, I feel like that's like the biggest thing in a relationship for me, funny. But I feel like you guys vacation a lot together too. Every time I go on Snapchat, you guys, I mean, you went to Paris Fashion Week, I followed that. You were on an island somewhere or somewhere tropical, I followed that. The baby moon. Yeah, I feel like you guys are always, are you guys always together? Like you enjoy being together, you know? Yeah, enjoy yeah. just spending quality time? Yeah, like we together every day, so it's. Okay, so. Um, he's being very tight-lipped because he don't know where I'm gonna go. Don't worry about it. You can go. You can go wherever you gotta go. I'm a. I'm a. Chloe and Hallie. I think one of the things they had the hardest thing with is you see Chloe. She dates Gunna. Then you see Hallie. She dates a rapper. People think rappers whatever they think. You clearly are not the idea that people think. You know, rappers got to be this or that or negative. This. I mean. Rappers are human beings who have love and need love to give, right? right? Mm -hmm. So my question is, I, do you think people, when it came to your relationship with Hallie, had an expectation of her to, and Chloe to, to not be dating rappers because of how they portray their image? Because they're both from the South, so they both can get a little ratchet. I've been around Chloe a couple of times. I mean, I feel like the, the rap image or whatever is just like smoke and mirrors. It's just a, it's work. You know what I'm saying? Like, gonna a good nigga. Like, I'm a good nigga. Like, these people that they are involving themselves with are good people. It's just the line of work that we're in is looked at a certain way. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, if I tell you I got an OnlyFans, you're gonna automatically think, oh, this nigga on here, he out here fucking girls on there. But I'm teaching people how to do YouTube. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like the line of work that you're in, they, they automatically assume that it's something bad. So right. I feel like, I don't know, but... I feel like people definitely um, envision, I'm gonna just speak on Hallie, but envision her to be with somebody else. I don't know, you know. Do you think there was an unfair expectation uh, put on her in terms of who she was supposed to be with? Because I think you're supposed to be with who you fall in love with. Yeah, I just, it's fans, bro. You gotta think about it. These folks at the crib, on their phone just looking at shit. They don't really know what's really going on, nor do they honestly care. It's just like, we just on the phone just having fun. Like, 
I can imagine like a bunch of fan pages being at one school and they all link up together and talk shit together. Like, it's just, I feel like they do that shit for fun. So one of you posted the 50 Cent song and the other one liked that song and slid. It was you or slid or she slid? I slid. So you slid. So you, having not been able to breathe because you were being suffocated in other relationships. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So so you slide on this gas mask, right, to protect you from this toxic poison. Did you think she would slide back? Stop laughing. Y'all going to make it worse for her. Did you think she would slide back? Yes, because she followed me. Right after you slid? No, she was following me. I didn't know. It was a fan page on Twitter. He was like, Halle Bailey following me. Follow her back. I'm like, <laughs> dude, at this time, I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to move on type shit. So I'm like, oh shit, okay, cool. Wait, you, were in, you, were, you had the U-Haul truck outside, loading it up one, I, tell, I told him if he, <laughs> you loading it up, you were, I mean, dog was in the front seat, gas was, car was running. Yeah, I was trying to go. Okay. And so you, I like DDG. You can come back anytime. By the way. Okay, so you slid. Yeah. No, you, she was following you before you were following her. Yeah. So you followed her back. Yeah, immediately. Then once the follow happens, that's the first part. And then you slid, and then she slid back. Yep, and we start talking. And then I start texting back and forth. And then, you know, I had to break the ice because I wasn't trying to be that nigga that just texts. So I threw a FaceTime all randomly. Shirt off everything, FaceTime. See, here we go with the thought. Now, he told you his OnlyFans had marketing classes, so y'all can go download that and to send it to us and let us know what it is. But, okay, so you call her with the shirtless. Now, did she start singing Angel right then? No, or no, no. Was no. It, was, like, was, did wait. she have a harp in the background? Like, what? No? She was in the car okay. with her cat. Her cat was in the car with her. Um, I guess she was on the way home or some shit, but... She answered the FaceTime. We was talking, whoop, whoop. And then I set up the little date. Let's link this day, whoop, whoop. Wait, you set up a date? Yeah. Because I, I, like, I don't see uh, I was on that tour. go on dates. That's... I was on tour at the time. Okay. I was on tour with Kevin Gates. And... Who's the nastiest rapper. <laughs> Kevin texted me last, a couple weeks ago and said he loves when I say positive things. about Kevin, you are a nasty, nasty person. Sexually, just nasty. But, you know, uh, you're on tour with him. So, DDG... Is on tour with the nastiest rapper in the business. He 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 DMs the um, the woman who's going to become the mermaid. Mm-hmm. I didn't with know his shirt off. I didn't even notice at the time though. Like yeah. I just knew of her type shit, and I'm like, and they told me she was following me, so I was just like, no, and she's at this pretty time, as fuck. yeah. So I'm like, I'm trying to date at this point. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you're trying to breathe because you yeah. are life support. Yeah, they were pumping your chest. You were almost out of there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you slide the shirts off. That's your trap, mm-hmm. your thirst trap. She's in the car with the cat, which I'm allergic to. I hate cats, by the way. Now, you, she has your attention. You have her attention. And yeah. do, do you feel something right there? Because, you know, I, can, I watch you guys now, and I can tell you guys really love each other. And mm-hmm. that, that's, you, you know, that either happens over several years or that happens instantly when you know, like, we caught a vibe. Yeah. You knew you caught a vibe. Yeah, okay. for sure. Like... My expectation of her when I first met her was like, she gonna be super, you know what I'm saying? Like closed off, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't I didn't expect her to be as cool as she was. Like our first date was great. Like she really led the whole date. Cause I'm like introverted, like I said. Yeah. She like sparking the questions, talking, woo woo. 
she's looking hella nice. She she invited me to go to the movies. And, you know, it was like she was like leading the conversation. She's an Aries. Yeah. She's a fire sign. Yeah. Okay. So I felt like that's that's what really captured me. I'm like, damn, like she she cool as fuck. Now I looked at some of your last relationships, but I'm not gonna say no names because you know I don't believe in going in reverse. I believe life is about moving forward. Yeah. Do you feel like she treated you with love and respect from the very beginning? Because mm-hmm. it just seems like she's the type of person that's like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And so, you felt like you deserved that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a very loving person. Like I'm there for anybody around me. If I fuck with you, then I'm gonna show you that I fuck with you. So how do you go from the movies, uh, the shirtless phone call with the cat, sliding on Instagram to we're having a baby? That that kind of just happened. I ain't gonna lie, like I ain't even, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wouldn't like a like we wouldn't aiming for a baby, mm-hmm. but it kind of just happened. And then what are we gonna do? Well, there are choices, but you nah, chose no, yeah. to keep going forward. How how was the conversation about what do we do? Because you're in you're on tour and mm-hmm. you're successful in your own right and have been. She's successful in her own right and just came out of like the biggest movie ever and all the drama that came with that, which was just racism. I'm gonna call it what it was, but she was phenomenal. How do you, that's a very big adult conversation that in your early twenties? Yeah, um, I feel like both of us have the same interest in being parents and i feel like she always wanted to be a mom we always like kind of just gives off that type of energy and i always wanted a kid so from there we just made the decision to just go through with it and so the whole way through so before that so you got attacked when she got um all the racism i talked about happened you said you thought racism was over Dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. But I, but I wasn't even saying it. I was saying it sarcastically. Okay. Obviously, racism wasn't over after Martin Luther King. You know how people run with shit. Like, I tweeted some shit the other day. You probably gonna bring it up later, but people Stop made trying it. to think ahead for me. <laughs> man, I tweeted some shit the other day, man. They spent that shit so crazy, but I, I deflected so stupid, man. Ooh. Okay, but look, he's smart. The reason why I'm asking all these questions is because I'm really good at what I do. We're gonna learn. When you said that you thought racism was over, mm. were you trolling? Or, or were I wasn't you like, trolling. I was just in the moment responding to what he said okay. and trying to like make up an analogy to make sense to kind of like bring light to the situation and make it kind of lighthearted and funny. Obviously, racism is not over after. And you're, you're aware of that. Yes. No, Amanda Seals was on our show here, you know. I brought it up. Amanda yeah. trolled you online. You clapped back at her. Are you, when she, which said what she said about you that Hallie shouldn't be with you because whatever, did you feel like that was necessary or did no, you feel like it was, it was just super unnecessary? Then she had um, tour dates in the comments trying to sell tickets. Like, I feel like that shit was dummy lame. I feel like that shit, that was the, probably the lamest shit. I didn't know who she was until that. But I'm like, damn, that's hella lame. That's really lame. Was that the clout chase stuff that you talked about earlier? Like, Yeah, because why are you making an Instagram video on the page? I could see if it was a story. You yeah. know, a little story in the shade room reposted it. I'm talking about full-blown posts, stand up, top of the feed, <laughs> with the tour dates in the comments. Like, 
free promo. And that's doing way too much. Okay, so if Amanda Seals is watching right now, she can understand that you know racism did not stop after Martin Luther King. Yeah. But you still thought what she said was lame. It was very lame. I feel like it was very unnecessary. I feel like it's a different type of respect level when you're in the industry. When you're when you're making money doing whatever entertainment thing that you're doing and you're at whatever level you're at, we all kind of like in the same bubble. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, we got to respect for one another. You don't see like artists speaking on other artists' drama mm -hmm. unless they beefing or some shit. But you don't hear like, oh, I don't know why um, Rihanna went ASAP. And you don't, you don't see nobody that's if, at, a, if, at a certain level saying that type of shit. You know what I mean? Well, shout out. Uh, by the way, Rihanna and Rocky, I know you're watching because you watch the show. He actually has the Fenty... Um, Stuff that y'all sent me for the the chapstick. That's actually really good. Product. Yeah, tell Rihanna send me some, man. I really, so I really she watch it. Tell her. Yeah, I fuck with her shit, man. Yeah. I, I did a whole little TikTok trying her stuff out. Like, I, I didn't even. Know I use chapstick every day, and I rarely use Fenty. I didn't even know that the Fenty chapstick was going viral on TikTok until she told me. Did you see on TikTok that there's a whole thing that people can't find it? I'm not on TikTok. I mean, I am on TikTok. I go viral for the shit I be doing here, I, I don't be looking. Yeah. Okay, I'll get you some. When you see Amanda Seals criticize your okay. relationship and say, Hallie shouldn't be with him. Okay. Uh, because, you know, he doesn't he doesn't know that slavery is still, I mean, not slavery, but racism yeah, yeah. is still a real thing, or people may criticize your relationship and question, why is she with him? Or why? Or people say, why are you with her? How does that translate in your relationship? Okay, yeah. Like, do you all talk about it, or do you just say, fuck it? We don't really care. Like, what, the way we act, together in person is not the same as online like it's i feel like it's more like we me and her like really got a close relationship so it's like they don't really know us they don't know me they don't know her they don't know how we interact they don't know what's really going on in real life people just go off what they see on the blog or internet and um we understand that we have a very clear understanding of what's real and what's not and where you stand yeah how did what was the um journey to getting grounded in that though because being young both being attractive both being successful having lots of millions of followers there's a lot of distractions that could happen yeah it wasn't really no i feel like we got it from the jump mm -hmm. i don't think it was really like a, a build up to you know kind of understanding that i feel like she been she been in this shit way longer than me so she's been in this shit since she was a kid mm -hmm. And I've been in it enough to realize and know what's real and what's not and how people can spend shit. So, um, yeah, I feel like it's easily to understand. When she got into the movie uh, Little Mermaid and just blew up, did you ever question um, if that meteoric fame or that meteoric rise would compromise what you guys have? Mm-mm. No. Because some people, you know, some people who are just chasing fame, they let that shit get to their minds. Like, it yeah, no, 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 no. I know her too well. No, no, no. I never thought that for a second, mm. you know. Um, I'll give you a little layup. I did kind of like, I played with the internet mm -hmm. for a little bit. I made a little song, you know, and I kind of was acting like I was like hella insecure about oh, yeah. some shit. Over and they, they ate yeah. you up for that too. They got on my ass. But sure. did you do that? But you know what I was trying to, I intentionally did it. Cause I'm like, you know what? These folks is, I'm, they millions of tweets, millions of views, impressions, everything talking about 
me and and her, you know what I'm saying, being with the dude and shit. Let me go ahead and play with these niggas and you know how I go. So you go from the dates and all that and now you have the baby and now you all are trying to cover it up. And people are on your asses trying to catch it. And you're on vacation and we're looking at that Snapchat every frame by frame because you record everything. This is before she got on. Now she's on too. So now I'm following both accounts. Yeah. How meticulous were you guys about covering this up? And why keep it so secret when people started speculating? I think it was more so like people was already giving us negative vibes. So it was like, why, why let them know and then make her pregnancy stressful? Because mm-hmm. you got to think about it. That's a very sensitive time. Like you get overly stressed, you can fuck around, have a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. So we was like, you know, let's keep it a secret. And we weird shit was happening, like paparazzi. We went to a damn doctor's appointment. Regular people, like you know what I'm saying, just walking down the street. But you're not and regular people though. I know that, but you're right. But you know what I'm saying, nigga. I ain't Beyonce. You know what I'm saying. We, it's it's not. It's I feel like it wasn't that big of a deal for people to really be. You know what I'm saying. So when I seen the picture, I'm like, this is weird. So that kind of blew our little cover a little bit. But as long as you don't, I figured out with the internet, as long as you don't respond, bro, it ain't real. Facts. Like if we would have never said nothing if you to this said day, anything it would have died. To this day, y'all wouldn't even know I had a kid if nobody would have said nothing. Okay, so when they're chasing you down, when you're having to come up with different outfits, when you're you you you, you have to actually think about content, who's around, right? You're not just letting everybody in your personal business. Does that start to make you not like the fame, not like the celebrity, not like the work that you're doing? I mean. I know how to flip the shit to make it beneficial to me. So it's a love and hate with it because, you know, without the last thing you want to have as an entertainer is to nobody to give a fuck. True. So it's like, they gonna hate me regardless, but as long as you paying attention, I'm I'm making money, you know? So it's like, it's just, it's just a part of the game. But I do hate not having privacy. I do hate having to watch what I tweet. I do hate having to watch what I post now because people are going to try to spin it and then go on a blog and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just an indication that you're going up. People right. give a fuck. So um, now that she's rolling out the content, showing all the shoots she was editing and all that, were you behind all this? Like, were you showing her how to do that? Because you you master social media. She mm-hmm. was good with social media tweeting here and there, but, like, you you know it in a different way. Yeah, I mean, I kind of assisted her on how to, you know, you know, how to how to post and, you know, get the people, you know, whatever. So, um, but it was all her idea. Like, I let her just take the reins. I didn't want to be like the one to like say, hey, we have a kid and this is the picture and this and that. So I let her have that as her moment. I even had um, Blueface. Blueface has been here twice. I had Krishan here twice. Uh, there was a moment where I don't know if Blueface and Krishan were here and I asked them, oh, you hang out with DDG and, and Hallie, have you guys double dated? Are they pregnant? They would not tell me. I kind of felt there was a hint where they almost told me, but they realized what I was doing. They didn't tell me. I'm like, man, y'all some haters. Yeah. How, how are you training them on how to be master trolls? Because Blueface and Krishan is a whole other nah, thing. They level. Are you coaching <laughs> them though? Like, who <laughs> no. Okay. Because you're seeing it. Would you ever troll that hard? Nah. That's a lot. Nah, nah, nah. But you see, like, when you when you don't give a fuck, they don't give a fuck either. You know, you see how far you can take it before, you know what I'm saying? It, as long, if you show that you give a fuck, that's when people are going to try to crucify you. Right. 
But then there's but then there's inviting everybody like that into your business because like Blueface will FaceTime me and say, you're w- welcome to the circus. You're a part of it too. I go, I ain't a part of that. I'm not <laughs> stepping in that, you know. But how did you guys all become so close? Because um, you're the only person to get him to rap on beat. Yeah, that's what people say. But it was just like, um, so he hit me up to get on a song to, to remix the Moonwalking. Uh, I believe we met before that though. Yeah, we hung out a few times before that. But then he, he hit me up to get on the remix. And at first I'm thinking like, Blueface on this song? That kind of don't really, I'm thinking like a West Coast beat. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'm like, we can do something else. But I was like, fuck it, let's just go. So I went to the studio and um, I pulled up and he actually made like the 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 points where he come in at. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, let's just take off my whole second verse and then you hop on and he was like, nah, we gonna come right here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come in and you gonna come back in and I'm gonna come in right here. I'm like, all right, bet. He rapped on it, I'm like, yeah, this shit hard, what the fuck? And then I'm thinking like I'm finna turn it into my label and you know what I'm saying get the proper clearance and shit. This nope, nigga not, not with this circus. This nigga right leaked, to the internet. That nigga leaked the whole song the next day, but it went up. Yeah. So then I'm scrambling to try to shoot the video and put it out and shit. And then I think from us making that song and us getting hit together, we just became really good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, are you gonna be Krishan Jr.'s uh, godfather? I mean, I don't know nothing about that situation, to be honest. So, you know, I ain't got nothing to do. I he's, ain't so me- he's so media trained. Okay. Um, what relationship advice, if you if you had to give Blueface and Krishan relationship advice, what would you give them? Individually? Yeah. I would say the internet is definitely, um, the internet only show certain amounts of your relationship on the internet. Because mm. a lot of opinions of other people could alter how you think about a person or make you feel some type of way about a person when it might not even be that. Mm. Um, Hallie was singing Angel, and mm-hmm. she's talked about Halo in the song. Was that about your kid? Or was that... No. Ju- it, that's just ironic. Yeah, that was ironic that she said Halo in that. Okay, we have another gift for you. It's really? On the side. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like it here. We do gifts at this show, people. Oh, that's fire. That's hard. We try to be a little thoughtful. That's hard. Halo's dad. Yeah. No, but, <laughs> but you like watches. I know we. I oh, that's watch fire. Guy. What the fuck? That's crazy. Oh, man. Appreciate that. No, man. of course. Listen, um, that's another thing you and Floyd have in common. His watch collection is. Insane. Yeah. That's hard. I like that. <laughs> what it, What is the most exciting part about being a dad? Like when you look back over how you were parented or how you were raised, like what's, what is the... Like right, right now, it's like, I was talking to one of my homies and I was like, right now, you ain't got a kid, do you? No. <laughs> I have two dogs. I don't even know where they are right now. Yeah, I was talking to my homie. He was like, like in this stage of their life, you just literally just keeping them alive. That's like the main <laughs> focus is just to keep them alive, feed them, change their diaper, burp them and shit. Like it's really nothing else to it, but it's still fun. Like it's dope. Cause now he's starting to like hold his head up by himself and shit. He kind of like hold his bottle a little bit. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's just dope seeing them do new regular shit. Mm. So. Um, Are you obsessed? I am. Really? Yeah. 
Okay, when your baby was born, did you cry? I didn't. You didn't. Mm-mm. Some people get off. Were you in the room? Yeah, I seen the whole thing. Did it scare you? It's you know what really scared me? What scared me was um it's like this little needle they put in a in a hand and they take out so much. In the baby's blood. hand? No, 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 no. Oh in, in her okay, hand. Okay, okay. And I was seeing it and I was seeing the blood they was taking. I'm talking about they was taking out blood. For what? Oh, in case she has a, a issue with the pregnancy. No, like the medicine and shit that you use when you have birth or whatever. But they, I think so. It was just an IV. It was like a strong but ass the bl- IV. But they were taking all the blood out? They was taking the blood out and shit. It was like, I don't know what the fuck they was doing. I don't, don't quote me on yeah. it. But I was watching the blood and I started getting a little Sick. fainty. Like I was finna faint and shit. But when I went down there and I seen it, it don't look real, bro. Mm. Like when you see this shit happen, it's like, it's no way this is really how the fuck I came out. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at the umbilical cord, the umbilical cord look like a piece of candy. Like it's like it looks weird, bro. Like and it, you and you were able to stomach that whole experience. Yeah, because I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this <laughs> this is crazy. Like, like life it, is actually it's coming yeah. To and I life. I helped put his head out too. Okay. I put his head out a little bit. I'm not this and I'm and before because I know y'all we just in a conversation. I don't attack me. I can't even wipe my dog's butt. Or do anything that is that because it's just so it's just a lot. I'm a, I don't know. You yeah. didn't at all feel. You felt happy. It was a it's a beautiful thing. Really? It, it makes you think like, it really makes you repurpose and, and and think like it's absolutely no way in shape or form that there's no God. Because mm. it ain't no way. It ain't no. It's no plug. It's no um charger cable to the back of us and we really come out that bitch fully functional right <laughs> it's crazy did being a father change you as a man yeah i feel a lot more mature i feel like i feel like an actual grown-up mm. i feel like before that i was a little i was much more childish i was much more careless but like now i'm i literally like 89 percent of me is living a hundred percent for my son. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel that immediately? Yeah, bro. Cause it's like, damn, this is really, you know what I'm saying? When he grow up, he gonna look up to me like daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like this is, this is, he gonna look up to me. Yeah. Type shit. So I just, it's just, it's a dope feeling. I can't really explain it. Okay. So you brought up Rocky and Rihanna uh, earlier. Mm-hmm. Rihanna has not been on the show yet because she keeps getting pregnant. She's not pregnant now. Just be very clear. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna take a break for a little bit, though. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just saying because yeah, sure. when I bought my dog, it came home and it was looking at me, and I said <laughs> I need to find something for you to play with. So I went and got another dog. And now mm-hmm. they live together. They play together. We'll be able to get through at least two more, one more tour, two more tours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I definitely want more kids, though. I never. Th- I thought I was like an only kid, one kid type of nigga, but after seeing, like, going through the whole newborn phase, I kind of like it. Like dope. what? How many? Two, three, four? I think three max. Okay. Three max. So you want a girl? I don't know. I don't know if I want a girl. Because if I get a girl, I, I would obviously love it. You yeah. know? But I'm saying like... But you know, the girl is going to run into like the old DDG. That's what I'm saying. That's what I don't want. You know? Because <laughs> then, 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 then that old DDG meeting this... This DDG who loves his kids, that's a, that's gonna be a different type of energy. Yeah. 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 Nah, I can't. 
I don't know. You know, if it happened, it happened. You know, I feel like having a girl would definitely grow me even more. Mm. But having a son is just different. Like, we're going to play the game together and shit, go to his basketball games. And sh- you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't wait to do that type of shit. Okay. Uh, I made Blueface promise me to never tell his son, don't be gay. Don't never tell your son, don't be who he is. Okay. I love Blueface. I don't know. People <laughs> want me to hate Blueface. I I, I just be face. Some, well, he's in jail now. Yeah. I did say yesterday on live that I was going to invite you to go with me to visit him in jail. Have you visited him yet? No, I haven't. Okay. If you have time before you go on tour or whatever you all do, I want to go visit him. But I don't want to go by myself because then they already got me in Blue. They already start rumors online. You'll go with me. We'll go together. It'd be the bro thing to do. You're supposed to visit your friends in jail. Yeah. Before he goes somewhere else. Okay. So... Uh, when you're at home, are you an artist that's always in the art, or are you do you do you all do music together? Are you all going to have music together? I mean, your fans both love you. Yeah, I dropped a song called "If I Want You," and she was originally on it, but then I was like, I don't want it to come out with her on it because she ain't even dropped her "Angel," which is you know, nominated for a Grammy. Fire. You know what I'm saying? Love that song. So I um, played it. I don't know how to play the heart, but I might buy one just because of that girl who was there playing that damn heart with her. Yeah, I I didn't want to like have that moment. And she was with it, but I'm I didn't really want to have that moment. I'm like, Why? Because it's like But that near, moment for wasn't for you, that was for us. Yeah, but that's like damn near taking advantage in a way. I feel like that wasn't my moment. How? Jay Z and Beyonce, you went to the birthday party. How many songs they got? Upgrade you, Beyonce. But I'm saying, Beyonce, Beyonce dropped her own music before she got on a song with Jay Z. You know, right? But Halle's already Halle, and you're already you. You need to stop overthinking. Just put the shit out. Let the art hit. Let us consume it. Let us fall in love with it. And then she gonna do you. You think there's a move that you can make that's gonna throw off what y'all gonna do? Nah. You know, I just that was just. Me, you know, I'm just thinking like I don't want to. It's cool. I don't want to take that moment. But we definitely have a song. She did a fire ass verse, and the song probably a damn near be nominated if that bitch would have came out. You know what's so crazy? Everybody's watching this interview because I know my audience, and everybody's falling in love with you. They they haven't seen you like this before. Why you don't just let people see this part of you? Because you know I'm in an unfamiliar place. Mm-hmm. So when what I'm in part an of unfamiliar. unfamiliar? This ain't my crib, you know what I'm saying? I ain't on Snapchat, you know, I ain't on my camera and shit. It ain't, it, you know, it's, so I'm I'm more like myself. I'm introverted, you know, I'm more like chill and shit. And this is how I am in like real life, yeah. you know? Versus I get on the internet, my main goal is to entertain. Yeah. You know, it's all calculated. I have all people know that. I, people run into me all the time. They're like, what's the tea? I'm like, uh, this is English breakfast. I don't know the tea. Like I don't live in that all. You know, I was at the White House recently getting dinner, and this one, this server walks up to me. And, you know, White House is very presidential, uh, and uh, the girl goes, "Jason Lee was the tea." I'm like, "Really? Like where the eggnog at?" I don't know that about the tea. So no, I, I get the internet, but that's why I love yeah. the fact that not only did he master the internet for himself, and this is what I think is really the true testament of a man, because it's not all about you which is why I'm running for city council now. It's not all about me. It's about giving back. You actually put your whole family on how to get rich or how to make money off of YouTube mm-hmm. and took your mother out of the right aid and put your family in a position where th- they can work for themselves and be entre- entrepreneurs and make money. I just thought that that was so dope and, and so selfless because you didn't have to do that. Because, you know, mm-hmm. some of us make money and we don't look back. Yeah. You know, but that's yeah. a testament of who you are. So why don't you start letting people see that? 
the people that really know me and my actual supporters, they know that. Yeah. You know, they know where I come from and how selfless I am and how much I motivate people and I'm a good person. But I feel like this newfound fame or whatever you want to call it, people don't really know. Mm-hmm. They don't really do their research. They don't know me like that. So they look at clips or tweets yeah, and that's they, it. They automatically see the little the post that says DDG said this and DDG did that and DDG woo woo. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of like make them just, oh, he's a terrible person. Is there anybody in your past who's looked at your present and is so jealous they've tried to just be a hating ass bitch? Uh, I mean, home, you mean like hometown shit? In general, because you know, as you get as that star keeps rising, mm-hmm. I mean, you already got it. You got the followers. You got the you, you know, you're very independent and all that. Now you got the the baby and the relationship. Like you're building the perfect package. Yeah. Nobody wants to see anybody happy like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, hometown shit. You know, people hate on you from the crib. Mm. That's just how I be. You know, so it is what it is. I don't really care. So I saw you at Fashion Week. It's fashion. You're dripped down in Balenciaga. You even got the furry shoes. Uh, real story. I was just at the. Um, I had Christmas Eve dinner at the owner of um, Balenciaga's house. His wife is Selma Hayek. I didn't even know this man. He owns Balenciaga, Gucci, and Yves Saint Laurent. That's a different. Introduce me to him, man. Oh, different level of drip and money. Fashion's your thing. Yeah, it is. And you know, you know how you said Floyd told you to say, "I'm the, I'm the." Um, yeah, uh, number one's mentality, not a fact. Yeah, I'm, yeah like yeah. I'm the king of the internet. Yeah. Yeah, I I tell people I'm a fashion icon, and I believe it. You have to say it and believe it. Yeah, I, I genuinely believe that shit. I want to. And see- me from from me believing that and really exerting that energy and putting the shit on. My Instagram ain't even crazy. Now I'm getting invited to all types of fashion shows and flying to Paris and Milan and this and that. It's like manifestation people starting to realize it but fashion is definitely my thing man you know no it, it, it gives you a certain level of confidence you see something cool real quick what come on man it's okay some crazy this real some, quick this is some kanye shit for real come on man wait why do i in my mind have this memory of you have a relationship with kanye Mm-mm, i never met kanye never Mm-mm. okay I'm trying to think of because I used to have access to his Twitter, and I can't remember. There were all types of rappers in there pitching stuff. I can't remember who was in there. I saw Rich the Kid in there, but they had a song that never came out. Hey, Rich. All right. Um, <laughs> so, fashion. You would you do a campaign? Do you want to get into it like campaigns and? Hell yeah! Like I want to get into campaigns. I want to come out with my own brand. Um, bunch of shit. Anything fashion related. I'm very obsessed with clothing and looking nice what about acting i like acting but i don't love it okay you know um i just i did an independent movie before and i just hated the experience but that's kind of like damn near losing your virginity and 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 shit be bad so you damn near i don't want to have sex no more right right. it's like kind of like the same thing so maybe i might do a damn do a show or do a a movie and i end up liking it um, but acting is, it's cool. Okay. So you and Gunna are friends and you're a big defender and supporter of Gunna. People say he was a snitch. That was a whole thing. Why did you stay loyal or stay liking him or staying cool with him? That don't have nothing to do with me. Yeah. Like I'm not, I don't, I don't 
look at myself as like the the civilian that gets to just that just talks about people not knowing their situation. I feel like that's all gossip and people not knowing the real situation. You might not know nothing. Mm-hmm. It might be a completely different situation going on, and they don't know. Right. But people just button in, and you know, I'm one of those people. I don't know nothing. Like I'm, I'm cool with the nigga. He cool ass nigga. We actually friends. So I'm not gonna judge nobody off that. And I ain't in the streets. So what the fuck? I'm gonna give a fuck for. Right, that's why I keep trying to tell people, I'm a civilian. I will take you to court and testify, but I'll take you all the way down. See, I ain't going to go that far as I take will. a nigga to court. I will. But, like, I'm not I'm not on the block yeah. banging with Blueface. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> bro, I'm in the crib with my Wait, kids. Was, that children. wasn't a shot at Soldier Boy. No. Okay. It wasn't a shot at NLE. <laughs> no, <Okay>. no. <laughs> Hey, yeah. No. Right, because that's not your thing. Yeah, like, but that, ain't have, that don't have nothing to do with me. Like, yeah. Even through all the shit that Blueface doing and shit, I'm still cool with the nigga, bro. That's still my homie. Like, well, because it has nothing to do with you. I don't look at the internet and base how real people that I actually know are. Like, I look at them as real people. But you haven't been tempted to put Blueface and Emily in a group text and like, come on now. Because I almost did it one day, but I just don't want to be a witness. I feel like that shit wasn't like, it wasn't that deep to even like, they was just trying to box. I feel like they... That's easily squashable. You yeah. Know? I feel like you don't get in the middle of no shit like that. People are gonna really, I mean, people already like you, but they're gonna like you after this interview. I'm t- the comments, I already know. Cause I know when they're gonna say, cause blue face right there, or they on his ass. But, yeah. you know, I, but I feel like when you, when you just are, you know, you, cause the blue face off the camera and blue face on the camera, is too, to me, it's two different people. Like yeah. I see the good blue face, but then I see what he gives the internet. Yeah. He's, he's like, you're trolling times a thousand. Yeah, but in, in person, he, a good solid ass nigga though. Just like Wax. <laughs> Look at his mentor. You're gonna go back home tonight and talk to Halle about releasing the song that you withheld from the fans that are now tweeting about. It's already out though. We're gonna yeah. make a we gonna make a new song for Halo. That's that's what we talked about. Okay. You're gonna get on the remix of um Angel. No. I would never. We can't get a trap man. version of that because she be trapped. She do the trap. Y'all you can redo You that. know what? I'm a I'ma spill some beans. Halle know how to rap too. I be telling her, I'm like, man, you need to drop a rap song because Beyonce be rapping a little bit. Your girl has sold the world on being Hallie. I, I've seen, she don't let that veil slip in public, but I've seen her a couple of times. She, she can go. I get it. I, I know yeah. that. I know that when we're not in public, we are who we are. Yeah, she loves a, the locks. They love men with locks. You have locks. Gonna have locks. I mean, I, people pay <laughs> attention. These people are very intentional. You guys have shown us who you are. We just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when you went, now have you seen the original Mermaid? Like, do you understand why the little white girl? That I haven't watched the cartoon still. They gonna get on me. But what the fuck I'm gonna watch the cartoon for with my girl in it? And she's the actual mermaid. What's the, seriously? Wow, he just said it's a whole different level. Your girl ain't, your girl ain't <laughs> even a fish, let alone a mermaid. You know, it be the people that don't have half of what you got that have an opinion about everything that you've earned. Yeah. Yeah, shut your ass up. It's crazy. Yeah. What do you think the um, biggest misconception uh, of you is? That I am a bad person. I don't I get feel that. like everybody. I think it's just a, a internet thing. It's like a Twitter thing. You know, people think like I'm just a terrible person for some reason because my girlfriend is this angel. You know, and it's a reason why she fuck with me. Mm-hmm. Like it ain't like. 
oh, you better date me. Like, what the fuck? She ain't forced to be with me. She ain't forced to have no kid with me. Like, this is like all voluntarily because I'm a good nigga. And I feel like people don't take that into consideration. They think I'm some mean ass dude, but it's just like, that's just with the blog spin. But what, where do they get the mean? Is it the tweet? It has to be the social media. Cause I've never- Yeah, I, I went on a little, I ain't gonna lie. I went on a little tweeting thing. Cause at some point in time, I couldn't handle it. Like people was talking so crazy. And I'm like, nigga, I can, you know what I'm saying? Like you couldn't go toe to toe with me in, in no way, shape or form of life. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck is you speaking on me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's, that's so where- that's that Pontiac coming yeah, out. Yeah, it got, it, it, was, it was getting to me a little bit. But then I learned to to realize, I'm like, man, these is probably just little ass kids or these some niggas that's probably just got off of work. They just trying to just get online, talk some shit, whatever, and just go about the day, hopefully get a response. And when you're in Paris at Fashion Week, wearing Balenciaga from head to toe with a beautiful girl who actually loves you and you seem happy and I see you eat great food because he puts his food on the internet too. Oh, by the way, we did see your baby because it's it's on Hallie's phone as a screensaver. We didn't take a picture of okay, it, okay, but okay. we saw it yesterday. <laughs> Baby's cute, by the way. We pay attention. Real nigga, we, man. You you really ain't taking a picture? No. Real nigga. Uh, okay. Nah. Real Why? nigga. Real Look, nigga. I appreciate that. I would rather do this than the shady shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm outside. You saw me outside. I yesterday. told her. Look, I told her before we walked in. I hope nobody got that. No, message. no, no. But I told her before we walked in there, I'm like, man, you got to change your screensaver. Yeah. These folks gonna look at your camera. Yeah, we saw it. I yeah, mean, they, they gonna look at your phone. They gonna see them, and then you know what I'm saying. I want her to have her own moment where she reveal his face. Right. You know. What well, I'm that's saying? how I got Rihanna Rocky's baby because TMZ took the pictures and she called me and said we send them to you today. So I put them out before they could put them out. You know what I mean? So yeah. no, I get it. Yeah, baby got a lot of hair. I'm gonna just leave it at that. I'm gonna, y'all gonna get the picture at some point. <laughs> I didn't take the picture, but we, you know we saw the baby. Uh, <laughs> Halo's dad. All right, um, so people think you're mean. You know what, I pray for short. You know, I almost canceled today's interview because I was really tired and his ass was late. I was really tired, but I really wanted to have a good interview because you know, I've been on you about really meeting with you and you kept your word and I appreciate that because yeah, I've yeah. been texting him, but you know, he's moving all around the world. He's got a baby. He's... You're engaged, right? Because you call her your fiance, so I didn't know if you got on bended knee, you know, with Rosie. Yeah, Rose I mean, it kind of feel like that, yeah. you know, but we ain't really got to that set point yet you know and really i could see it though now yeah. that i've sat with you and i've talked to you your vibe and her vibe i can see it yeah and and i can i get invited to the wedding yeah. i will not take any behind the scene photos i, I promise you. okay I got now you. if he doesn't let me um come and be upset no i mean I'm, I'm really happy for you man and i'm happy for uh what you all have uh, been able to build together i love how you protect each other i love how you hold her down how she holds you down how you're not threatened or feel in eclipse by that movie because that movie was a moment. She's gonna have another big moment. You're gonna have bigger moments. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just pray that you, I literally pray that you guys protect what you got. Because this industry and the industry even that I'm in is like, we wanna build you up just so we could tear you down and yeah. enjoy the whole process. We enjoy it going this way and going that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I love the fact that you guys are just real life, uh, you know, enjoying what you've been able to build together. So. What else? Where's the new music? What's going on? So are you on tour now or not on tour? No, I'm not on tour right now. Uh, I'm dropping a new song, actually. And then after that, I'm dropping another song, maybe top of March. I'm just going to just flood music. Don't you feel like music is dying off in a week? Yep. 
So I'm like, why the fuck not give them a song every week or any other week? I feel like music has changed. See, again, like where you all are now, I mean, I don't know the pressure you may feel or whatever, but like back when I was growing up in the early 80s, you know, we had Prince, Madonna, Michael Jackson, Bon Jovi, Metallica. I mean, you can keep going on and on and on. Those were all like icons. Everybody out was icon, icon. And it was all about music, the collaborations, We Are the Worlds, the Stevie Wonders and all that. I mean, he was before me, but I mean, I'm just saying, you know, even the Prince Michael Jackson era, era there, was, there was competition, but it wasn't like beef and nasty. It was about how everybody was great in art, art, artistry. What I said to Chloe when she was here, what I love about them in particular is, man, they different type of artists when it comes to like that music shit. Like they really get it from playing the instruments to harmony to class and grace. I mean, we don't, that's not really what's celebrated these days. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So to be able to see all of you doing it and the fact that you've figured out social media, because a lot of people don't know the social media. Y'all, the followers don't really do nothing with it. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Music is, I'm scared. TikTok, social media has changed music. Yeah. Like labels just want to get that one hit. Whereas I feel like you, because you did a deal with Epic, right? Mm. So you went over, what, why did you go from independent to label? Because I feel like as an independent artist, you can't get as, as far as I want to go. Like I want to, eventually be on a nigga like Drake level, you know, mm-hmm. where I can sell out an arena or I can drop a song and they go number one, you know? I feel like with enough hard work and enough music, that can happen. Mm-hmm. So, um, but independently it's not. Because of the radio, because of the yeah, you marketing? Got a, unless, unless you got every connection and you got the, the most powerful team in the world, then maybe, mm-hmm. but going, completely independent mm-hmm. and making it that far, it's not possible. You can make a lot of money, but you ain't gonna get that far. But it's, music is not about the money for me. Real life story, um, I met Drake before he started rapping at a Burger King parking lot. It's not Burger King anymore, but Burger King parking lot right over here on Highland and right off Highland and Sunset years ago. And I remember on MySpace, I heard his song and he said he was in the studio with his mentor putting his mixtape together. And to see Drake go from that to where he is now, every time I run into him, it's a moment where we're just like, this is crazy. Cause I've seen him go from, man, I'm about to, I'm about to drop this uh, mixtape that's gonna be a classic. That's what he said, it's gonna be a classic. I'm like, okay, I, mean, I didn't know you was a rapper. I thought you was acting, boom. Yeah. Then you see him now and seeing younger people now be like, yo, Drake is the goal is crazy. Yeah. Nigga, I mean, good. he earned it though. Yeah, hell yeah. Nigga work hard. But he good, also earned it without music. all the stunt. I mean, you know what I mean? Like he earned it with, you know. It's just good music. Yeah. yeah. It's coming. Yeah, it's, you know, I believe it. Just don't forget who you are. You know, just don't see me out at Michael Rubin party and be like, I think I was at his show once. You know what I mean? Nah, hell no. Nah. I'm never that type of nigga. Okay. Well, listen, uh, this was fun, um, but we're not going to let him get out of here yet because you know it's the show, and now we got to get to the games. Okay, so you know here at the Jason Lee Show, we like to play games, and so the first game we're going to play is called Name Drop. It's really simple. I'm going to put somebody on the screen that you know or may not know and just say whatever comes to mind. It could be a story, it could be something good, or it could be shade. All right, first person. Brought him up earlier. Uh, I don't know if gonna notice, but he's one of my he's one of my favorite rappers. Really? Yeah, like, you know, I had like, you know how niggas got their set, you know how they top fives kind of like alternate throughout the years and yeah. stuff. I think gonna in my top five. Okay, for sure. who's your top five? Because I know future's in there somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh I say Drake. 
say, Young Thug, Future, Gunna, then the fifth. You know how you know how you gotta kind of like think about it a yeah. little bit, cause what you think? Cause you know how I listen to. Yeah, kind of come and go. You know, you probably say like, you know, Kanye West or some shit. You know, like, I mean, Kanye's iconic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, this next person, Usher. Now he's performing at the Super Bowl, and this was where your first date was uh, with your girl. Mm-hmm. One of your first dates. Yeah. Uh, come uh, completely, bro. This nigga, his shows is amazing. Yeah. Like I've been to a concert before. And this is no like gassing or nothing, bro. But he put on a real life show. And he a good dude, real have, good. Have dude. you been to the one in Vegas? Yes, that's the one you went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roller Where skating skates and, and everything. Roller yeah. skating and shit. And also, he gave me um, he gave me his seat at uh All Star game at the All Star game. Yeah, Usher, Usher. I don't think he gets enough credit for being as, as nice as he is. As cool yeah, as he good is. dude. Uh, when you saw him singing to Kiki, and then Kiki's baby daddy just burnt out. Uh, did, did you want to call him up and give him advice? Like, it's going to be all right? <laughs> no. Call him who? Kiki's Darius. I don't know Darius. Uh, <laughs> none of my business. All right. Uh, next person, friend of the show, Nick Cannon. Uh, Nick Cannon is, I low-key see myself in Nick Cannon a little bit in terms of like. I was going to say, what, 13 kids, 12 kids? No, 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 no. no. Not, not like that, but like he's a real life entrepreneur. Yeah. Like really putting shit together. Content wise, I could see myself having like a little wild and out show or some shit. Like, I see myself in in Nick Cannon. Yeah, type, a little bit. What I love about Nick too is he he loves putting black people on. Yeah. So when I started and I was I did a reality show to kind of put my brand out there and I didn't like it. I thought it was just it was ghetto. It was just ratchet. Uh, I interviewed him and I said, "Hey man, put me on Wild and Out, bro." And I I was not a comedian, didn't rap. I was terrified to go out and perform in front of people. And he gave me five seasons on the show. I went out there, killed it. It really gave me a like a lot of comfort with dealing with the public. Yeah, yeah, good. Like dude. just like, oh, you want to do it? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, nah, Nick is cool. All right, next person, Krishan. Uh, Krishan is, I would say, she has a cult following. She has a nice coat. It's kind of like, it's dope to see. Ride or die. Yeah, she got she got people that, that, that love her. If Hallie calls you and says, I want to put you on my face. I wouldn't let her do it. Please don't. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> and you're not going to put Hallie on your face? No. Okay. Yeah. Tattoos, I, I don't no 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 shade to the uh, face tag gang, but no. Okay. Yeah. Next person. I didn't know you guys were as close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's very, very um, influential, very good dude, and just like the the poster child for like making it to the top. Yeah. Content-wise, like just watching this come up is crazy. I've been watching him. I won't lie. I don't watch a lot of streamers, but I wouldn't even label him a streamer at this point. I don't. He's a celebrity. Yeah. To me, like I don't look at Kai as like, oh, he's just a little streamer, which is is dope that he still sit down and he, you know, what I'm saying, even though he got the chains, and Lambos, and shit, mm-hmm. it's cool that he still sit at his desk in the house with his homies and he stream like he ain't got millions and millions of dollars and staying connected <laughs> to his family. Yeah, he's staying. That's what make them love him because. Yeah. 
he still come as a humble person and entertain him like he could, but he can really be on some other shit for real. I mean, he can shut down the city and go to jail if he wanted to. He did. Oh yeah, yeah he did. But that showed influence. It did. Yeah. I said to me, even though he didn't want it to do that, mm-hmm. that was a flex. It was kind of, I think he kind of knew that was gonna it happen. Was, he knew what he was yeah. doing. Kai, he knew what the hell he was doing. <laughs> nah, I'm proud of him too. Okay, this next, uh, the next one. We just this is the only picture we got. So hey, yeah, 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 he's got his hand. Great kid, he's he's a great kid. He's very very advanced. I'm already teaching him little things about money management and shit. So he, how, how are you teaching a baby money management? Starting them young. You know how you know my nephew, right? Wop. Yes, that's making a lot of money on YouTube. That's why he's so smart, cause we talk to him like a grown man. But at what age did he start? One. So Halo, he he coming up. So how okay, how old is Halo now? I think that's undisclosed. Oh, we don't know. So you thought that was a trick question. He can, be, he can be three. You never know. This can be a picture from four years ago. Halo is not three. <laughs> Hallie was just at my award show <laughs> on June 17th, 2023. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Uh all right, this next person. You already say is your favorite artist, Drake. Yeah. Uh very motivational. Um, also a good dude. He also good at basketball. Mm-hmm. Is he? Yeah, I played him. And he was pressure? I ain't gonna let a nigga whoop my ass. Really? But I think it was part of the reason because, you know, this is my favorite rapper and shit. So, you know, I'm hooping and shit, but I ain't really trying to go hard. So you were like, easy on him? Type shit. Like, I so, wasn't trying, like, it wasn't like shit talk. Like, when I hoop against niggas, I like to talk shit. Weak ass nigga. But I'm like, I, you know, I just met him. I can't. But now that you've met, now that you party at Beyonce's uh, birthday party, the next time uh, he sees you, it's gonna be a lot of pressure. And yeah, I would play a little singing. harder now, but that was kind of like a little icebreaker. That was the first time like kicking in and shit. Really. You're gonna beat him so bad that he's gonna go back to singing Drake, is what you're saying. Okay, I didn't <laughs> say it. All right, um, this next person. Yeah. Kevin Gates. Uh, solid dude. Hella solid. Yeah. Good dude. Very, very in tune with his mental. Yeah. He was the uh, only rapper that ever really scared me. The old Kevin Gates. Because we had a moment. Um, but I saw him <laughs> at the... <laughs> we had a moment. Yeah. Um, and uh, then I saw him at the Super Bowl last year. And when he walked in Floyd's suite, I intentionally wasn't going to speak to him. Because I was like, nah. Because the Kevin Gates I had met, you know, before the healthy, the losing the weight, the getting fit was... And he walked up to me and, he, you know, we had, a, we had a moment. I was like, wow, this dude is... He's amazing. So like now, you know, I'm looking forward to interviewing. Before he was on the, he ain't never coming over here. Let's just keep him, you know. But I, I like him. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all for that one. We're gonna get to the next game. This is really simple. Since you've been a shady guy on the internet, it's called Erase the Shade. Now I'm gonna put up some stuff that you've said in the past, and you get to decide if you want to stand on business or if you want to erase the shade. Uh, All right, the first one. DDG giving away pizza to the homeless. Uh, why? I thought that was YK Osiris in that picture right there. Okay, then him. Okay. This is what they don't want to post. I've been doing this all year without recording it, too, by the way. Thank you uh, for highlighting my positivity. You saying, do I want to erase that? I stand yeah. on that. Yeah. For sure, I do that and shit all the time. Yeah. And I don't be giving out little fives and shit when I see a homeless person. I give a nigga a hundred. Yeah. I think people don't want us recording feeding the homeless, but then how do you post 
that you're doing a good how deed do you to know? influence other people how to do, you, do it. How do you know? How do you know if it's not on camera? They don't know. And it's just like, for that moment, I'm like, I just went and bought about 50 pieces or whatever, and I want to show this. And me showing that inspires somebody else to do it. But this is the thing about the internet again. Going back to the stuff that, again, I just did a toy giveaway. Toy giveaway. I didn't do it because I had to, and I didn't do it because I, I didn't post it because I wanted to show I did something good. I know that when I put out negative things on the internet, it makes people want to do negative things and it creates negative behavior. When I put out positive things, it makes people go, oh my God, I wish I could do that or I'm going to do that. Yeah. So like, I just think it's interesting how the internet will just go straight to like, you're doing it for negative reasons instead of saying, I'm doing it to inspire people. Yeah, like, you know, it is what it is. Keep on giving. I mean, again, there's somebody who didn't have no hot water. If somebody would have <laughs> gave him hot water as a kid to take a bath, would y'all say, stop posting that you're giving somebody hot water? Y'all just choose to be mad. All yeah. right. Next one. Clout equals money. Y'all niggas just don't know how to convert it. Stand on that, man. <laughs> That's true. You know that. Shit, you know. If you know how to convert popularity into money, there's millions of ways to do it. Then, If you don't know how to do it, then you just lit for nothing. Period. And we need those of you who don't know how to do it to be the people that help us do it. Yeah. All right. The next one. Don't ever let a broke motherfucker shame you on how you make your money. Stand on that. I have a feeling there's not going to be any erasing because uh, I'm reading ahead and I, I want to stand on that too. Yeah, like how are you going to tell me how to make? How are you going to say, oh, you corny for making YouTube videos and your ass is, I could say you corny for go, going to McDonald's, but I'm wrong for saying some shit like that, right? Right. It's like, don't make no sense. Okay, here's another one. He's standing on this one. It's hard to be humble when everybody doubted you. Standing on that. For sure. These are, you need to just, this, these need to, this needs to be a line, like a clothing line. Yeah, yeah. I would put these on shirts for real. Yeah. Spitting. It's hard. It's hard to be humble. Everybody doubted me. Like, even before I got money to live in L.A. and everything, like, people are like, you moving to L.A.? You doing YouTube? Even my teacher, I'll never forget this. Like, my English teacher in 10th grade, or 11th grade, I was like, I made YouTube videos. He was like, what? That's stupid. Really? This nigga making 30 a year. I'm like. And you were making 30 a month. 30 a month. Damn. Shit. No. Be careful when you try to kill other people's dreams because you didn't have the courage to follow yours. That's I tell people that all the time. In fact, NLE is somebody who, after I interviewed him, I ain't going to lie. I love dude. I'm like, yo, I didn't even know that I was going to connect with him like that. <clears throat> But what I love is I can see his music and I see his antics and I see him walk, you know, Slut Me Out is going to be my wedding song if I do get married. I did tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I understand it. But, you know, y'all, they were, you know, the older heads judging him, walking people, you know, however he was yeah. doing. But, like, the, I can separate the man from the art. Like, I see his heart. I see what he feels about healthy living. And I know people are going to see you in this interview. And it, it is so crazy, like, when the trick is on you later. Like, when you catch, you know, like, that teacher who's watching you just rise, rise, rise. They, like, they're eating shit. Mm -hmm. Shit eaters. All right. Here's the next one. <clears throat> Hip-hop's so dry, I might start doing country music. Matter of fact, somebody sent me some rock and roll beats. Erase that shade. I was just joking. Hold on. Before you erase it. Last night, you saw Quavo perform with all those rockers. Was that was some dope shit. Pretty, it was lit. Right? That was fire. Yeah. I couldn't see myself. I will make country music on some funny shit. But in my head, you never know. Would you do a country song with Lil Nas X? Yeah. See, that could work, though. Yeah. 
Okay, because I saw, uh, well, Lil Nas X, his biggest song was a country song. Mm -hmm. I, I, when Quavo got off the stage last night, the Black Music Collective, he performed with George Clinton and Vernell, uh, Verdine uh, White from, uh, I can't think, uh, Earth, Wind & Fire, and a bunch of other legends. And when he walked off, I was like, yo, when they first said your name, I was like, I, I don't know, but I, I thought it worked. That shit was fire. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was dope. So he looked at his guy and said, maybe I might do it. So I don't know. I, I feel like you could do anything you want. Beyonce did a country song called Daddy Lessons. When you get a chance, go on YouTube and look at Beyonce, Daddy Lessons, Country Music Awards. She shut their shit down. Damn. They were not happy. Yeah. See, be careful because when we get in your space, we might take it over. Yeah. Here's the next one. The internet is so gullible. Stand on that. Because you can pretty much just feed it whatever you want and make money. Yeah, I can make whatever story up I want and they go bite at it. That's why blogs are in business. Standing <laughs> on it. Alright, here's the next one. Someone said, DDG low-key hard as fuck when there's not someone in your ear telling you he isn't. Mm -hmm. And you said, high-key internet just full of bandwagons and followers. Kudos to you for being different. Salute. Stand on that, man. I feel like people really don't listen to my music before they speak on it. Because you gotta really listen to it to be to understand why people why why I went platinum, double platinum, why I got multiple gold records. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas that's not good is not getting that far. Right. So I feel like once you separate what you see on the blogs and what you see online from the music and you just listen to the music for what it is, you really understand like, oh, this nigga talented. All right, next one. Blogs be spinning narratives like a motherfucker. LOL. I fuck with the hustle though. I get it. Stand on that. We don't. We don't do that though. Have you felt like Hollywood and Locks been mean no, to you? No, no, no. Okay. No. It's more so like say cheese. But they, the people that follow like the rap shit, that's their thing though, right? Yeah, like say <laughs> cheese and like who else? Uh, What's your relationship with academics? Me, and academics actually really cool. Okay, that's my homie. So he don't never do like nothing crazy on me, you know. He be um, he be going hard. Yeah, he do. I fuck for with the people guy. he don't fuck with. Yeah, though. yeah I but fuck like with the people guy. he fuck with, he real nigga, you yeah. know. But uh, shade room sometimes, you know. I'm okay. But I'm, me I'm, and shade room is cool though. Okay, okay. We cool. Okay, no, I just I didn't want you to put out all the people that because I don't want them. I don't want the haters getting any shine on this show. Oh no no no. Okay. Okay. No, no shine. No, no. All right. Me, me cool. The next one. After surviving 2023, I'd like to start year off right by deleting this toxic, non-paying app full of board, full of <laughs> bored broke niggas who get no pussy and dick-deprived women, and focusing on locking all the way in and running up the numbers. I'll check back in 2025 to see what the new narrative is. You can't erase that. <laughs> <laughs> I probably lasted like two weeks. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I love Twitter, bro. Like it's it's just fun to me. Like yeah. it's a dope platform, you know. It's reckless though. It is, but it kind of like keeps you grounded in a way, you know. And you can kind of see what the streets thinking, you yeah. know, and how how people really viewing you and shit. So I I'm, I can't lie. Like I just love the platform. I don't understand how a nigga could be a deadbeat dad. Kids are the best. Stand on that, man. Kids is amazing. And so you're working on your second one now, right? No. Uh, no, not right now. Yeah, that was a trap. <laughs> Are those your real teeth? Yeah. I mean, they, they I mean, he has perfect teeth. My teeth are kind of perfect, but not really. 
Listen, thanks for coming on the show. Thank You're you. welcome to come back anytime. Give it up for DDG. Hey, thanks so much for watching The Jason Lee Show. To watch more episodes like that, click right here. And if you want to see more, subscribe below and click that notification bell.